0: You're listening to the Detroit is Different After Dark Podcast Network. Tune in weekly to the Josh Adams Podcast with comedian Josh Adams for all his takes on what happened this week featuring guests in comedy, music, entertainment, and more. Subscribe, like, and share on Apple iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher to the Josh Adams Podcast to hear the jokes and thoughts of Josh Adams. We've got tacos. We've got titties, and, and we've, we've got, got the sauce, sauce you, you want. Tune in to talk about Creep Mouth, the legend of Creep Mouth, the brotherhood of Cunnilingus experts. Mm. Okay, mouth fi motherfucking mouth. <laughs> Wait, and Iraqi goon Jesus? We're not gonna include you're what old right here. No, you're not gonna include uh, Iraqi goon Jesus. Oh forgot about going, Jesus <laughs> so like and zodiac zombie listen to the titties and tacos podcast dropping flash fried episodes every taco tuesday on the detroit is different podcast network after dark searching for claire Huxtable is a podcast that is about dating black women from a black man's perspective with maceo and way Listen in for topics like marriage, dating with kids, sex toys, and of course, side chicks. Subscribe, like, and share on Apple iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher to the Searching for Claire Huxville podcast and don't miss listening. You're listening to Unicorns Are Real on the Detroit is Different podcast network. Welcome to the Unicorns, Are real podcast. I'm Erin. And I'm Miss Dobbins. And today we have two special unicorns in the house. So please, special unicorns, introduce yourselves. Doesn't matter who goes first.
1: Uh, well, <laughs> I'm Miss Scotta Gordon. How you doing? Oh, yeah. Uh, my name's
2: Jacinto. Yes.
0: Okay. How was everyone's week? I don't know. Do you guys also do heads or tails to see who goes first? <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, we're going to be battling back and forth who answers yeah. first. Mine was great. Just um, it was good. Just working. Just staying. Trying to stay busy. Trying to get back to my inspiration. So that's what that was. Ascada. Uh I mean, this whole week was
1: honestly insane. But it was, you know, I guess it was like a fair insane. You know, it was pretty cool.
0: Like, what did you do, y'all not? <laughs> I
1: mean, it's like it's so much that happened. It's like a lot to talk about. But it just had a lot. It's, it's. I'm gonna say it was just Degrassi.
0: Degrassi, okay. It's
1: Degrassi. <laughs> wow, you said you. Wait, did you just describe
3: <coughs> your week like Degrassi?
2: It was like Degrassi. The the
1: show. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. I mean, I
3: don't yeah,
2: which, know too which, many uh, other I don't Degrassi. Know how that correlates, but yeah, good.
0: Okay. What what? what a, <laughs>
3: <laughs> like what era of Degrassi? Like Nets like, Jan? Like Drake? <laughs> when Degrassi?
1: Drake w- passed that? past oh, Drake. That Past Drake, uh, Right when that <laughs> one, so
0: it was when like the younger siblings start to become mm-hmm. popular or, or like grow up
1: when they had all them super mega dramas. <laughs> I, I, I don't even
0: think I watched that season. Though. I mean that's that's that the only season
1: generation. So you like were that. An
3: avid watcher of Degrassi.
1: I was. I mean, I watched enough Degrassi to know that I don't ever want to see Degrassi. Ever
0: it sounded ever. like you were trying to judge him for watching Degrassi, sure. and I was an avid watcher of Degrassi, especially when Drake was
1: on there. That's it. But it's cool, you know. Drake was a pretty good actor on The I don't know because I never seen it. But I mean, how are you gonna say Drake...
0: that he was a good actor? I mean, when never... I his character <laughs> wasn't. His character wasn't even like super <laughs> important. <laughs> it was like he was like last string. Wasn't he? he just of... got shot drama. in the back, and that was <laughs> it. Wasn't
1: he the only cripple character? Yeah. I
0: mean, that was later though. <laughs> like he got shot. So
1: that means his character really evolved.
0: <laughs> yeah, his character did evolve. See? So to me, was, when he was on there,
3: when he, you know those memes of Drake where they remove his teeth, when, <laughs> when he was yeah, on Degrassi, to me that's how he looked in natural form.
1: Oh god! <laughs> um.
3: you ever seen the
1: twin Drakes? What? The twin Drakes? No. People Photoshop pictures of Drakes with these two Drakes. One got like this low cut, and one got like a high top like uh-huh. cut, and they just be like at Basketball games with each other and shit, (laughs) just laughing. I'd be like, it looks so real. I'd be like, do we really got a twin? (laughs) (laughs) He's so weird, man. This is hot ass tea. Asia? I mean,
3: (laughs) looking
0: at your phone, what you doing here? I was doing something important, but I'm not going
3: to say what it was. She's trying to call me out on on our podcast. Who does that shit?
0: I do. Oh disrespectful <laughs> but um
3: she just upset because i was throwing shots at her
0: earlier yeah she she started to do stuff off the mic and i was like put it on air if it's real
1: okay mm-hmm. mm-hmm. some natural cowgirls up in there you know, <laughs> slanking guns Anywho,
3: like. <laughs> um my week it was straight um I did I did a live painting last minute. Was I it thought. like a
0: Degrassi episode? It
3: was not a, like a Degrassi <laughs> episode. It wasn't that entertaining, I guess. It's um, like a
1: Bernie Mac episode.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah.
3: Bernie Mac, you know. I just, mean, kind
0: of. Yeah. If you talk about Thursday. <laughs> Actually, Thursday was like... Um, oh, I
3: forgot about Thursday.
0: Thursday was like um, some sitcom episode mm-hmm. at uh, Darius and yeah. their
3: play. We went to Darius Baber. House, not barber. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, um, yeah, I went there. I made them some vegan lasagna, the one that you had earlier, Mm.
0: and I um brought wine from um my stepmom's and her cousin's shop.
2: Yeah,
0: um, House of Pure Vine, Vin House of Pure Vin. Look at that. Is that on Woodward?
2: Yes. Okay. All right. That's their spot. Yeah. That's cool. So I
0: bought some wine from
2: there.
3: And I had a last-minute <laughs> live painting thing at the Monday Mondays. That was cool. Yeah. The, the where? The Monday Mondays.
2: Where is it? What's what's that about? It's a Mundane Monday. It's
3: mundane Mondays. Okay. <laughs> so it's like the same kind of concept as as uh, the stuff that goes on at the apparatus room. Okay. So it's just like live live um, live artists, and then they have visual arts as well, and they change up their spots. It used to be at the Detroit uh, shipping, shipping Company. company. Oh okay. Um but okay. every other every other Monday they uh go to a new spot. Last last Monday it was at the uh the skate bar over there in That's the belt. Cool. Yeah. And they were like, You got any paintings in your in your uh, car? And I was like, No, but I got a I got a half finished one. you wanna you wanna let me paint live? And they were like, Yeah and then they asked me to do it again. So next cool. time they have it, show up. Cause I'll be painting hey, live.
1: Shout out good. to Monday. What's that? What's the, the next time
3: on the 19th or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The 19th is the next one. Yeah. So y'all see my, my name on the flyer. It won't be Miss Dobbins. It'll be my Instagram handle. Good. Yeah. <laughs> good. That's good.
0: I like that. <laughs> Did you not like the mixed Dobbins? It <laughs> <laughs> was like, good. I ain't with it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> most people that most people that know me they just call me by my last name it was a thing that Aaron started because okay. I work at an elementary school
2: okay good yeah good I call you Miss Davenport mm.
3: <laughs> you you do and it's weird because I had a teacher named Mr. Davenport when I was Davenport in high school that's your future
1: husband he's a time traveler Hell nah. and you're a time traveler's <laughs> wife
3: <Mm-mm>. nah okay <laughs> why, <laughs> <laughs> why you put that together quick <laughs> Scotta does these weird things often <laughs>
1: listen you Don't have to tell people all of this, you know what I'm saying? You're saying but it, on they the did podcast. not tell me what you do. What do you do? I was just
2: about to say that I don't know what you do. I, mean, I was gonna ask what we, you do. We
0: have a segment for that, yeah. and you guys okay. can talk about it when we get to oh, that. Well, segment. whenever
2: yeah. you want to
1: <laughs> y'all throwing shots at each other, we're trying to figure out. <laughs> oh, exactly. we no, out. we got yeah. it.
0: Um, I'm gonna just go through my week really fast. Um, it was smooth. Hung out with Asia Thursday, Asia, and everybody else. Hey. Got a cool drawing from Justin. I am still going to pay him for a bigger (laughs) drawing. (laughs) But I got a free one, which was also cool. Um, Yesterday, picked up my friend Destiny from the airport. She's visiting me from Tampa. Okay, then. (laughs) So that's exciting um and that's it so moving on to the handing out roses segment this segment is all about us um acknowledging people that are here so giving them the roses why they can smell them you can give out one rose you can give out a bouquet or a whole flower shop so who wants to start by giving roses you you can (laughs) like
3: it's like basically saying thank you for being amazing Like, a lot of times I give out roses to local artists in Detroit. Ascada, if you've gotten a rose from me before, if you've listened. I don't know if you heard it.
1: I'm not sure. (laughs) I don't don't see whenever you you post a new episode.
3: It's every Friday.
1: I don't know that you post a new episode every Friday,
3: though. Oh, okay. You got to put
1: me more hip. Like, you just got to send me the link, and I'm going to listen. Because every time, when you send me that one link, I listened to the full thing. I just sat in my room and I was just like, <laughs> on my freaking waycom monitor. And I'm just like, Man, they talk
2: about a lot of stuff in here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. is, is it in the is it in the IG? Is that the leak link, link in there or what? Where do you put the link at?
3: So we there's like it'll be like five different links. Okay. So we basically just tell everybody
0: um, whichever um, one that you can listen to. Yeah, because right. we have
3: it on Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify. And Apple Podcasts. Okay. Yeah. So, like, Word. every Friday, a new, a new uh, episode drops. Good.
2: Yeah. yeah. Awesome.
0: So. Yeah, uh, but about those roses. Yeah. them a whole <laughs>
3: bouquet. Okay. It's basically just saying, y'all are amazing, and I appreciate you. And you can drop their Instagram handle. You can explain why, you know.
1: Well, I'm going a, I'm to a do my... I'm going you know, to start off with my homeboys. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Shout out to the fam. Shout out to Josh in the band. You know, that's my dog. We got him in the studio right now. <sighs> shh, okay. Shh. You know what I'm saying? We don't got none of those things right now. Yeah, we don't but have that yet. You know You feel me. You feel me. <laughs> right, <laughs> right, future. right. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to my homeboy, Thalamus, in Instagram, and Instagram, Thalamus underscore two. And let's see. Shout out to my homie, Trey. A.K. chuck norris chuck with a v instead of a u okay then you know what i'm saying uh oh,
3: that's who you're that's what it is
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> Tre, you should talk to him he's like an amazing vocalist and uh-huh. he's amazing like artist. all i like,
3: see
0: too. his work i think you yeah. like follow him yeah on i hard. follow
3: him i just didn't know that you, I, didn't, I mean I, i've never met him before
1: oh yeah trey is like one of our homies that you know out of all he's the one that's that how can i put this he's the one that is not single so oh. you know he gotta. We can't always take him out to everywhere we go. You know what I'm saying <laughs> it's too much temptations going around. Even though he might have self control, but the temptations is
3: too much. <laughs> okay, you're a good friend looking out. I see, I see, I see. No, you know, I ain't
1: mean, shout out to Coast Wild. I know he was just on here recently. Shout outs to that guy.
2: Shout out to him. Yeah. Um, man, I like your concept. Uh, that's that's heavy as far as uh. Flowers or bouquet or whatever. So I like his shout outs. Um, I give a shout out to my man, uh, uh, Kyle Driscoll. Uh, he's forded rivers on Instagram. Um, he's been a barber around here. He really was my first contact in the city and really uh, helped acclimate me in the sense of what we was doing at the shop and everything. And he's he's got some things uh, on deck for him. Um, he's a talented a barber graphic designer I mean, he does everything with his hands he can build you whatever you can tear the whole roof down and do it all over again so he's a he's a real cool cat I was actually with him yesterday that's why it reminded me and I haven't seen him in a while and um, my man Vince uh, G um, he's internet Vince on Instagram uh, he's my guy he takes care of me um, I without G I really wouldn't have no flow at the shop because um, I'm a barber. And he takes care of me with all that shit. And uh, on top of being a cool cat, he's a DJ. He's actually DJing tonight at uh, Pop-Off World. Um, tonight at 10. I think, uh, um, who's there? Eddie Logix. Um I think Ellingsworth is going to be there tonight. Um, and G's going to jump it off around 10. He plays like old school lowrider, soul 60 shit. So oh, that's, that's dope. how, yeah, that's what he's going to do. Um, so he's going to play that tonight. Shout out to G. Um,
3: oh, when you said that, it reminded me of the, uh, your... Your uh, performance at the Apparatus Room. You okay. guys did that mix. What did we uh, do? Of Footsteps in the Dark. Oh, and, cut it uh, out. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was my shit. That was so
2: dope. Yeah, that's that's really dope. That's, uh, uh, that, that gets them. That was so dope. Especially when we go to the footsteps part. Uh-huh. They think we're just going to do Today Was a Good Day. And then yeah. when we go to footsteps, I just lose it. And so they it were fucking, harmonizing in the background oh, when you was it's, rapping. It's fucking it was ridiculous yeah i love that shit
3: do y'all have that like um recorded no we
2: don't we don't really do a lot of covers we don't we don't we don't so like the fact that we pull that in the repertoire and do that and it was like that that that's why it like has this kind of power to Mm -hmm. it because we don't do a lot of covers Mm -hmm. and then especially when we mix that one together it's really dope you know what i mean especially when we play all of our original shit and then throw that out there it's a real crowd yeah. grabber you know what i mean like,
3: y'all original stuff is dope too thank you and then when i heard that i'm like because you know people <laughs> people they'll do a cover of that but i didn't think you was gonna mix the two. Oh,
2: of course not uh, the, the, and then especially when we do the first verse and then we do the first hook mm-hmm. you're just thinking we're doing the song yeah and then after the second verse we do half of today was a good day hook and then we go into the footsteps so it's like you're thinking, like you're, you know, it just it just catches them off guard. And then after the third verse, we go straight to the footsteps hook. We don't even do today was a good day hook. We mm-hmm. just do straight to the footsteps, and uh, I love that shit. I love footsteps. I get to hear that over and over. The last <laughs> minute of that song. Ron just mm-hmm. that so last she, minute of so that as song. As soon as she brought it
0: up today, I just couldn't. I, like it's still Man, playing in my head. I, <laughs> <I'm telling you.
2: laughs> I can hear that last minute of that song over and over again. Um. So yeah, that's. Uh. I had to make them do that.
0: So. Yeah, because Aaron,
3: she wasn't there with me when I when I heard you guys. I think okay. I brought my friend Val, and okay. I was like, "Oh, this is so dope." For and sure. And that's when I met. You know what? I was. That's when I was live painting there.
2: You were. You were yeah. live painting. Yeah. No, I wasn't there, there that night. No, yeah, the, you were live painting. That's, that's the first time I met you. Yep. 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 That was cool. Yeah. Or did I meet you? Uh, were you there? Was that your second time doing a live painting?
3: I, no, cause you guys were performing.
2: Okay. Yeah, right. cause I, right. I remember
3: going, cause um I saw the flyer and I was like, I don't know who these are, but you know I'm gonna go. Right. I was just going, and then they asked me, oh, you got, you need, you got anything mm, in the, for in, the sure. uh, in the in your car to paint? And I'm like, yeah.
2: Um, yeah yeah that was then awesome yeah that was a good time I would like to get it back into the apparatus So shout out to Culture Creators shout out to I give the whole bouquet the whole whatever to them the, uh, Mike Reyes Reyes and them Demacio Supreme Flows uh, uh Curtis Roach uh Barely Hispanic. Barely Hispanic is one of the best photographers in the city. I mean, there's a he's lot still. of talented motherfuckers. Right? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of talent. There's like so much where I look and I'm like, what am I doing out here? There's a lot of talent. But Barely Hispanic just picked up a camera like over a year ago, and he's already been on the road with Royce and DJ Premier. I mean, he's done shit at the he's done. He's done some really cool stuff, and he's like the right-hand man photographer for, for culture mm-hmm. creators. So shout out to them. I've known Reyes for like over 20 years. So the fact that he's out here building – and I'm building and we kind of have our different journey and yet we were able to connect, you know, out here because uh, Detroit's such a beautiful thing. Um, yeah, shout out to them. That's the whole apparatus room. Adrian, shout out to Adrian, Sikkim Records, all of them. That's, uh, they're, they're family, so they're, they're, they're my peoples.
0: So, awesome. Who would you like to give your roles to, Asia? I'm
3: going to give my roles to Justin. Um, okay yeah Justin he was I you gonna
0: steal my (laughs) rose
3: Justin was just in the podcast uh studio last week Mm -hmm. one of the dopest artists I know um he does like he does uh figure work he does a lot of different things I guess when I when because I went into his his uh, apartment he has these like beautiful portraits um that he painted I don't know if he uses oil paint or acrylic though I think it's oil paint but then he also does these dope illustrations of um, like just lines, of just ex- extended lines of people.
0: I can show yeah. you guys. But. I would yeah. like that. Yeah, I I yeah. Like
3: but uh, he uses um, micro- microns and markers as well, and his stuff is just amazing. Like, awesome. It's just so fluid, and then your eye just—it my notebook is. It just <laughs> goes from one spot to another because it's so fluid. Because he's only using like basically one continuous line when he does this stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's it's so beautiful.
2: Ooh. Oh
3: wow. Yeah, but and it's it's got like really cool colors yeah, on there. Sure. And he does a lot of complementary colors too, I noticed in his work.
0: Yeah. Awesome. I kinda I, I thought I was getting my notebook and I, yeah. I don't know where I put my notebook. Here, let me so see. I prayed it, so I didn't I um I prayed I didn't lose the picture that oh, yeah. I got for free. Because that would be
4: tragic. <laughs>
0: yeah. That'd be a whole yeah. thing. Oh no, nice. No, because he's not gonna nice. give you another one for free. He's not gonna give me another one for free. <laughs> yeah. But I'm willing to pay for the art. How do you feel about it, uh, Scott?
1: I like this this reminds me of um I don't know if you know her, but uh Sydney. Yeah, and she goes by Rapunzel. Dude. Yeah, yes. they cool. We know Cam. Yeah, well, Sydney, <laughs> Sydney, I can see the
3: Sydney, Darius, and Justin. They're all Sydney all cool. has
0: a really great episode. Yeah, episode she six. Yeah,
1: <laughs> she it's did true. a um, portrait she, of me for that uh, that the little series that I was doing. I had all the local artists drawing me. And oh, stuff. she did. Yeah, hers was like so freaking dope. It made me look like this like cool alien. I don't know. Oh, that's it. Just um, looked just so dope.
3: Yeah, and I was gonna shout out Sydney too because I just uh, I gave her my my uh, deposit so that she can paint me because mm-hmm. you know she's doing that little special right now. I'm like, oh yeah, I don't have funny money right now, so I'm a I'm a. Uh, I am ai am I do not have funny money. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna pay for a painting from Sydney, but uh, her paintings are just fabulous. That's what's mm-hmm. up. I'm I'm such a fan.
1: I was happy to do that mural event with her. You know, I finally got to sit down and talk to her, get like understanding of like what she think of for the city mm-hmm. right now. So you she, she's really appreciated. I really love her as an artist
3: yeah, her stuff is is so it, it it's great because she has her own style, mm-hmm. and like that carries over on everything that she does mm-hmm. and um like her paintings tell such a beautiful story. I love hearing her explanations of her work, yeah, and then like how she incorporates color theory, that's great as well because she's a She's an avid person on color theory.
0: Yeah, we had a full discussion.
3: <laughs> so if you want to listen to that, check out episode six. It's dope when she talks about color theory. What is it?
0: Yeah. What did I name the episode? Uh, Meditation in the Mist of gems.
3: Yeah, yep, yep. <laughs> because her episode was a gem. So yeah, that's is greatly, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> greatly appreciated. That that episode was amazing.
0: Um, I like to give my roses to. Uh, I'm gonna go with my friend from Seattle mm-hmm. well one of my friends from Seattle or my I only yeah. got two yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> Um, his name is Bobby Brooks Uh, he just opened a store so it's like super young owning his own business oh, that's cool. fully quit his job teaching he was like doing an after school music program <laughs>
3: quitting job teaching yeah.
0: <laughs> So so now he's like full time like he's owning the store and then he's continuing rapping he does he raps. I think. Yeah. I'm not gonna say I think. I listen to his music. Let me not do that. He raps. And um shout out to Asia. I'm gonna give her a rose this week. Okay, then. Uh, <laughs> um oh, my God. Asia's like she busts her butt like networking for like all our guests that we have on episodes because I'm a little socially awkward and <laughs> I don't walk up to people <laughs> like that. <laughs> so she does most of the like meeting the artists getting them interested in the podcast i'll be like hey i'm her co-host and then i'll disappear into the background <laughs> but so shout out to you here's your rose darling
3: thank you and I, i'm so happy that on monday you kind of stepped out of your comfort zone because i as i was painting i told her i said you better go talk to people i said you better go talk to people i'm not i, can't. I only
0: talked to some i only talked to ryan who I knew from CCS. Yeah, but but... <laughs> I was like, you, it wasn't that far outside my comfort zone. I'm good with talking to people I know. It's just like, you know, sometimes meeting new people makes me awkward. Mm-hmm. Well,
3: you just got to... I mean, in in all honesty, the oddest things that you can say to people can make them remember who you are. <laughs> I feel like that's... I feel like that's how people remember me because I be saying some odd stuff or like... I'll, Or my facial expression will be odd, and then (laughs) I won't forget who I am.
2: Always. (laughs) Uh, That's funny that you go for the, you got to say something odd, though, to be... Memorable with them, you know, no, but so. I just, or is that just your is that your steez, or you just do the awkward thing or say? I, I she does the
0: a, awkward person. thing. I'm an awkward <laughs> person,
3: so right, right, right it's so. just she's just like, like remember me. I'm yeah. not trying to like forcibly make something awkward come, come out of my right, mouth. Right, right, but right, right. I mean, if it does, it does, and, <laughs> and we just keep it moving. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> like I mean, I think we have like memorable faces as well. Of Aaron, when Aaron smiles, no one forgets who she is. No, like oh, I know who she is smile I really don't good. smile yes you, do. Yeah, you do she has a nervous smile
0: anytime uh, we're out uh, somewhere <laughs> and you see Aaron smiling
3: <laughs> it means
0: that she's nervous
2: Listen, same way <laughs> like.
0: it can't just be that I enjoy people
2: no because okay. you're in the background yeah, like, in the ba- you can't enjoy him. you're in the background she's come in the background on. she's in the background smiling exactly like,
0: <laughs> all right, we're all a bunch of awkward turtles, is what I'm hearing. So weird. that's what I'm putting we're on the podcast weird. notes. We
2: yeah, we're
1: we
3: <laughs> turtles.
1: Forward.
0: Turtle. turtle.
3: <laughs> but uh, let's Wait. move along to the next segment. Um, this segment is all about uh, mental health. Stay and stand fly. We call it stay and fly because okay. that's important, especially being fly. an artist. Okay. You got so many different things going on in your mind, Man. and you know you got to contain contain those thoughts. Yeah, how do you how do you do
2: that, Um, I was just telling somebody the other day I need a goddamn medal to live in the city because i have fucking got so much temptation and so much shit around here. And and while it's keeping afloat, I should have a, a damn medal just for staying alive. Uh, mm-hmm. I I don't know. I'm a social introvert. You know, I can I appreciate my solitude. I appreciate my socializing. Um, so I just try to. I don't know it's a it's an everyday battle as is as is in the health, the mental health um so I don't know I just try to uh, and I do so many different things so it's like uh, sometimes my energies get pulled this way sometimes my energies get pulled that way so I think it's just a matter of like finding my balance uh like I'm an emotional person but I'm not an emotional person you know mm-hmm. what I mean like I can have the world crumbling but you know i'll still keep a smile on my face i think that's just my personality in general but then the fact that i'm a creative um that adds to whether the stress or to that thing so um i don't know i just think it's an i, I wish i had a better answer but i think it's just like literally an everyday thing for me just to step keep by step. yeah step mm-hmm. step by step uh as is, is corny as is, as is generic as it is as far as day by day but it's like literally um Day by day, you know what I mean? So I could get wake up and then we got a gig here, we got that, or this this pops off, or due to my networking or something, something happens. And then uh, I was just thinking about, like, I've been doing a lot of shit this year and it's like, uh, it's finally, like, have a little stop and it's just kind of look at it. I was actually thinking about this the other day. Every time I do something creative, I always lose, like, a personal relationship or it's, like, solidified or it's lost and everything since I've done since, like, 2012 I've had a real like a personal thing happen while and no different when when I did Detroit State of Mind um, August at Detroit Shipping Company I had an art show at uh, Detroit Shipping Company for the whole month of August and when I got okay to do that when I got to go it was like middle of June and so basically my my summer was cut in half and uh, I just just did nothing but painting for the whole month of July I didn't drink I didn't go out and do shit um, I just really tried to stay focused and within that, you know, I, I wasn't paying attention to certain stuff. And the next thing I know, you know, a personal relationship is like kind of, man, you know, it goes this way and that way. And it's like, you know, it's like, but I'm trying to I'm trying to do this. I'm trying to be creative. Yeah. I'm trying to showcase what's going on, you know. And I think sometimes uh, maybe, I don't know, maybe it's even hard for creatives to understand creatives because like it's, it's, I don't want to say the average person, but like yeah. I've had a lot of you give that a lot of time or you do that you know you know what i mean and it's like well this is who i am like what do you think this is you know what i mean so it's like i don't know it's just uh, everyday just trying to just trying to make the best of well, it
3: well that's cool that you actually you know when you when you paint you shut yourself out away and yeah because i think that's necessary when you're trying to do something creative because then you have other people influencing your
2: well <clears throat> i remember it was fourth of july and i was cutting a couple of i was already a couple of hours in it was early afternoon i was painting and then my homeboy hit me up and he just was like i'm coming back in town in the city let's get a drink and uh I was like, bro, I'm not drinking this month. And he didn't mm-hmm. even hit me back. And, uh, well, that's not your problem. So, no, it's not, it's not my problem. <laughs> that's weird. not my problem. That's
3: just <coughs> <who laughs> That's yeah. not my problem. But
2: my point is in the sense of like, just having that self control. Because I could have easily been like, oh, yeah. well, I was painting for a couple hours. I'll go out, chill. It's 4th of July. Everybody's out. I'll go have a drink, come back, and I'll paint some. I was just a lie. I would have just been lying to myself. Yeah,
3: because yes. once you go out, you get sometimes. It's, a you it's like
2: it's a, a spiral <laughs> down from it's there. It's a wrap. Like, if
3: somebody asks me to go somewhere and I'm doing something creative, I'd be like, I can't exactly. just be, And my friends, up. like, oh, it'll only be two hours. Like, nah, no, it's no, not. No, two hours. <laughs> Why are we putting
2: time on the time? Because there's no, <laughs> no. there's no point of putting time on the time. No. <laughs> yeah. 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 So I just, uh, yeah, I shut myself off and really just tried to make it happen. Um, and I needed every second. I mean, every, se- I would go to work. I'm a barber full time in my, uh, for my living at Standard Barber, downtown uh, Cadillac Square and so i would just go to work all day and then i'd come home and i'd just start painting and i w- would just order some food and eat and then go right back to painting and then it'd be four or five o'clock in the morning and i'd go to sleep for three hours and wake up and do it all over again so it was just like really a month of like, like it's almost like it was not a body almost that's how like crazy it was to where like i was there but i wasn't and then when i really like and then even august just to keep the show going because i did an opening show um i had a. uh uh, my man internet vince who's going to be at uh the pop-off tonight he did it he did a set and um and then when i had a closing party where i had dj holographic come she's one of the dopest house funk techno djs in the city and so just like and then the band was like doing some shows we did an apparatus show in august i did live painting at the apparatus on a different on the day after my opening so it was just like a lot was going on and uh it wasn't in really till like these last past couple months that i really like had a Almost just look around and take a seat, take a breath, and just like kind of, you know, I haven't touched a brush since August second. I've painted on my canvas and just spreading paint, but I the other night I just stared at it for three hours and just was like waiting for something, but it, nothing, nothing. Ha- I didn't have nothing there, so it's like I wasn't going to force it because I can do collaging or I can just do writing, and I was just do I just start do I turn this canvas and just to like words and go that route, but it, it's not what I wanted. I wanted to paint, mm-hmm. but I couldn't even. uh I couldn't even like get to that point so uh yeah i'm just trying to get back yeah, that's why i said when you asked me about my week is like just finding that inspiration i mean i i, mm-hmm. I went to la and in, in austin in september and i went to the Broad, the broad museum whatever the fuck you call it and i mean i was seeing basquiat i was seeing herring i was seeing uh uh what's that kruger the the lady that that influenced uh shepherd Ferry. um i was seeing a lot of dope art like up close, and it was very inspiring. But not in the like uh, I'm a I'm gonna go home and paint expiring yeah. thing. It was just like a life thing. It was yeah. just like a man. This is beautiful. I hadn't been so close to a a basket. It was like awesome. And uh, so like just that whole wave of, like, just, okay, you know, and I was ho- ho- hostile living for, like, two weeks, so it was, like, it was a motherfucker. It was, like, I was living, and that's why, like, everybody I was meeting, I was just, like, hey, how you doing? Because it was, like, that zone of, like, everybody's meeting each other, and, like, I mean, I met all these cats from, like, New Zealand and Australia cool. and in England and, uh, and uh I mean, Pennsylvania, all, all types of shit, so it was just, like, it was just trying to, I don't know, get get back, uh, round myself back to, uh, with all these experiences that I've done this year and just trying to... With the end of the year, I don't know. Time's an illusion, anyways. Uh, I just wanted to to just get my stuff back right. So hopefully, hopefully, I can uh, I can do that and then get to painting and do something yeah. with myself.
0: That's cool. Mm-hmm. What about yourself? How do you stay fly, Escada?
2: Hmm. Uh. Well,
1: with me, it's like like he was saying, like with socializing and stuff like that. Dealing, being that I have to deal with like so many different types of varieties of artists and things like that from especially from the city. It's like it's kind of hard because a lot of people try to i don't know why they try to like develop their own personal relationship with me because i mean a lot of people see me out i go to a lot of different people's shows Mm -hmm. i like to check them out because i throw shows myself so it's like I have to go out and look at shows. You to have see. to be a part of it too. Mm-hmm. I mean, right. It's like I have to watch. I have to watch how people conform with each other. I have to see how people move, and sometimes it can wear on your mentals. You know, it's like yeah. so much stuff going on, trying to stay aware of everything and all that, and sometimes you would get lost in it. And like you say, you can and lose sauce. Fo- Yeah, you can lose focus. It's rare that I lose focus because my work ethic ethics is like. I get commissions and stuff done just like boom. You know, I, I know I've been working on computers and doing stuff of that nature for so long that it just comes so fast. So, like, I can take the breaks. Like, I can leave out the house because, like, I'm doing the, I'm technically doing the commission while I'm out. You know, I'm sitting there messaging people back and forth. Sometimes I'd be like, oh, my fucking God, I cannot keep just doing this. <laughs> I'd be doing like, sometimes I do like, um, Maybe five commissions in a day.
3: That's crazy. That
2: is. That you sounds know? crazy.
1: And I'll be just like, I hit up a homies. I'll be like, are you guys trying to go out? Because mm-hmm. I've been <laughs> running this computer screen for the longest just going in. Like, I have, like, all my commissions up at once, spend an hour on one, hour on one, hour on one, hour on one, then go back, same, into my brain just be just like, frying. Right. And I'm just sitting there like, wow. And I, it, it, But surprisingly, like, I don't get. I don't feel like I drain myself. Like I feel, I always have new ideas because I watch weird shit all day on YouTube. <laughs> I like. I try to keep my mind as fresh as possible because I'm a cartoonist. I like weird, zany things, things that's abnormal. normal things really draws my attention, and especially when I meet artists from here. Like I don't get inspired by like. I'm not the type of artist that get inspired just by seeing other artists' artwork or something. I like to see the personality of artists. That's what really attracts me to be like, oh, man, they have such a personality with themselves. I can characterize this person. Like, I can really draw this person and, like, get their essence and stuff. Like, when I see, like, I see you, I see, like, certain, like, attributes about yourself that I can easily make into a drawing, you know? that's I like seeing different faces, new people, people, weird personalities, and... I just like to develop all that. That's how I stay fresh, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, it's some some days I can I guess I can lag if you want to call it that. Like sometimes I might go out too much just because I'm trying to <laughs> I'm trying to just pressure down because sometimes I be I be all over the place and my mind just goes into bunkers land. I've didn't deal with depression and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Like it's been heavy on me, especially trying to be an art like really an artist artist in the city, like really trying to push for that like that goal and that title and really make money and be able to live off of what you do you know that's that's like it should be the goal for most artists, I say. But that whole struggle right there is it's just so stressful. Yeah. it is. It is, you know. I've I seen like all different generations of artists from the city just going through it. I've talked to many of them, you know. Like, for example, I, when I speak to like, like Tony Rave, that's like one of my main you know, older homies. Tony Rave, uh, freaking uh, Nutty from uh, Shoot Dope Crew. I really love Nutty from Shoot Dope Crew. That dude is like amazing. He taught me just how, because he's an animator as well, mm-hmm. a cartoonist. So it's, like, he showed me, like, he, like, he doesn't talk to many people at all. Like, he (laughs) don't talk to people at all. When I say he is, like, the most, like, anti-social cartoonist I ever met. (laughs) He's the most anti-social cartoonist. But he's, like, very real. Like, we sat down and he just told me, like, how to just get the money. Get the money and just, like, cut myself from certain things that I shouldn't be involved with. And it is definitely a lot of things around us as creators that we shouldn't be around because it's so with being a creative that also creates people who don't want to see you make it yeah you know
0: Hmm.
1: and people that and the people that don't even want to see you make it aren't even are people you don't even know you know most of the times it's just people who have assumptions about you or heard something about Hmm. you and they just don't like whatever that essence that they get about you they just like yeah i don't like this guy he, he makes he makes me sick
2: he's too comfortable with himself i yeah, don't like it yeah i don't like exactly. myself so i don't like him
1: <laughs> and I, I run into that a lot and it's so awkward because it's just like why y'all so mean you know like what, what is making you salty you know and i learned you know it's a lot of people dealing with a lot of like drug issues mm-hmm. and things of that nature in the city these young dudes out here like just going crazy, mad, emotional. <laughs> these girls is cutting their hearts out. These guys is cutting these girls' hearts out. And it's, everybody uh, is just really losing it out here. And I I like to develop off that because it's like, oops, I just dropped my Rubik's cubes. But <laughs> <laughs> but I like to, like, I, I watch people, you know. Social media can teach you a lot about a person. You can tell when someone is faking it and you can tell when somebody is like, Truly being themselves on social media and I have like a lot of young younger dudes hit me up in my DM's and sometimes people older than me and they talk to me about their depressions and stuff and things that they deal with on the regular and like sometimes it can be uncomfortable. But sometimes I can – under most of the times I can understand where they're coming from and why they mm-hmm. come to me to speak about this because it'd be random. They'd be like, oh, yeah, man, I seen your story, and I just wanted to say – I struggle with a lot, and I just – I sit there and message back and forth with them. And, you know, a lot of people walk up to me and just, you know, give me, like, love because it's like I, I was – sat there and was open with them. I don't even know who they are. I'm just talking yeah. to them because I can relate to some level. That's
3: how I'm our scared. friendship started.
1: True. This is true. Mm-hmm.
3: It was like – three three or four in the morning because mm-hmm, i don't sleep yeah and you were like why aren't you sleep i was like because I don't, I don't really sleep that much <laughs> <laughs> and uh i think you were like you had something on your story mm-hmm. something like something along those lines that like you were upset or something like that and mm-hmm. i was like well i don't really know you well but i hope everything's okay <laughs> <laughs> you
1: know and i appreciate that because it's like I don't have time to fake anything. I don't have time uh-huh. to like lie to people about how I feel. Like if you ask me how I feel about a situation or how I feel about a certain topic, I'm gonna tell you straight up how I feel. If you don't like it, you hate me afterwards. That's your problem. It's not
3: which my is problem. crazy because we're all we should all be able to feel comfortable to have these different conversations about our own feelings about certain things. We should. We we all have our own opinions.
1: But people create that stigma of that you just shouldn't share things like that.
2: Well, social media is real easy though for people to to paint this picture of whatever life they think they are, or whatever they want to do. Mm-hmm. We only do the highlights. Well, let me show you the picture because I took, you know, we've all, I, I don't do it, but I've, I've seen girls take like, you know, a hundred picks and then they got that one, that one. And it's like, baby girl, you act like you was in the moment with that, but you know you was, you was modeling for it for so long. And I'm not mad at it, you know what I mean? Because I, I, I can't call myself a model in a sense, but I work with a lot of photographers and I mean, I've done some really cool photo shoots. So I get that part of like, Mm -hmm. you know, looking cool and and have it come off cool and stuff Mm -hmm. and having your quality be real be real nice and tight. It's funny that you say that, that you do a
1: lot of like projects with other photographers and stuff and you don't really want to consider yourself a model. But it's so many models out here. Oh, for sure. (laughs) It's like crazy. It's like every time I go to a show and I ask a person what they do, they either tell me this, I do art, and (laughs) then I ask them, what type of art you do? Because I want to. Now I'm like now interested. Right. Right. You know yeah. exactly. what type of art you do? Oh, I just do art. I'm like, <laughs> what does that even mean? I'm uh, like,
0: do you have a? It's people out
1: here working hard. Yeah, you know. So right. it's like it really makes me, it makes me upset, not mad. It makes me upset because it's like, all right, you're saying you do art. You can tell I'll look the serious
3: at, ones because they'll yeah. actually say, "Oh, I'm a visual artist," or "I'm a musician." Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. What kind of visual arts are you in? Right. Uh, and then they'll detail explain, it yeah, for me. Yeah, because yeah, when you just say I'm a, I do art, it's like there's so many different you types know, of that's, art.
2: That's why I had a hard time calling myself an artist for a long time because it yeah. was just like I wasn't making no money off of it. Um, I wasn't. No one knew that I was, you know, going going at it, and it's like, you know, even when I first came to the city, um, I was already painting, and I mean, I was already a musician, but it was like I couldn't just come to Detroit and just be like, oh, I'm this guy. 'Cause I wasn't shit and I wasn't that fucking guy. So like why why would I try to do that and portray that when that's not what it was, you know, and I think when you call yourself an artist especially when it's uh when you know that there's no substance there. I mean it, mm-hmm. obviously it's very pretentious for a motherfucker to be like, I'm an artist, you don't do you know, like you're you're you're, you're you're thinking you understand you know we're talking about emotions and yeah you know uh depression and sensitivity and every you know the art that we do like you you're playing with me you don't play with me you know mm-hmm. i take this serious so it's like i finally come to a to a to a point um where i i can comfortably say i'm an artist you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying i do get paid off my art i mm-hmm. do do this all the time i do it is a constant for me so i can do that so when i meet people and they you know hey You know, whatever. So when I say Jacinto, and that's it, that's it. You know, you either know me or you don't, and you know, or whatever. Or you can get to know me, and you know, I let my art speak for itself. I don't even my Instagram isn't even how I want it to be. I got paintings that I don't even got uploaded on there. I got stuff that I want to do a certain way. Kind of falls under that projecting it a certain way with that shit, but it's real. So it's not like I'm Mm -hmm. just projecting for this. You know, for this false image thing, but um, yeah, it's just—I uh, don't know—it's—it's—it's it's, it's wild. It's really wild. So, uh,
1: and the false imageries of like people is like really what goes crazy. Cause it's like you see a person with like ten thousand followers and don't yeah. do anything. Man, <laughs> don't like... do anything.
3: <laughs> or you'll see them with—I seen—I come across like some quote unquote artists and they got like ten thousand followers, and then I go and look at their stuff it's oh. recent stuff and they got like 30 likes Yeah, and I'm just like how, well, how, how does, does that, you... that
0: even
2: that doesn't even <laughs> does make sense trash? you can't no. have that your, yeah. your shit can't run through 10,000 feeds and not get more right? than 30 so that likes just means off that just you're paying
0: for followers for
2: sure which is trash
0: yeah. that's what yeah. I was which trying to trash. figure out like cause I, I have run across those pages and be like but it's no some
2: people do this no they, connect.
1: they will go seed like pretty much follow a, for like months go follow a whole, a hundred, whole bunch, bunch of people, people then clear out who they following and then they got ten thousand followers. <laughs> you know, somebody
3: it, explained this to me. Wheel. Somebody explained that same thing to me, and I'm just like a lot But of,
0: that's not a lot of PR people tell like artists to do that.
2: For sure. Yeah, I mean, I,
3: I understand if I understand if you're like 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 Walmart, like people that own like huge corporations, they'll buy followers just so their product can look can make it seem like their product is getting more popping than what it actually is. Mm. But. That's completely different in my as in, in my opinion than somebody that's. They're like a corporation. A, yeah. they don't have
2: they don't have no goddamn values anyways. Yeah, that's you know what I'm what I mean? saying. Like, and, and they got the money to do that yeah. to push their product out. You know, and they're
3: mean? gonna get money regardless. Just for gonna, sure, it's just gonna exactly. it's gonna just make their corporation bigger than what it already is. Yeah, for sure. But if you're small, like I'm a one man band. Yeah, i
2: I'm, like, I'm, I'm the one that controls my <laughs> shit.
0: Like,
3: yeah. I have complete control over what I do. I'm not going to go out and buy followers. I'm not.
2: That's trash. Like If
3: you want to do that, okay. Yeah. I can't even say I have respect for oh, no, it. <laughs> no, you can't.
2: You don't, <laughs> I, I, I don't, I don't have, have respect for job. I don't have no. respect
3: for people that's out here buying followers. Like, you don't need to do that.
1: No. you not not important. Story. Like
0: Especially if they're ago. not liking your stuff, right? <laughs> now you are right. just missing the it's whole sugar. point of like the exchange. Yeah, it's a program. <laughs> like I don't. You're not even re- releasing these um dopamine.
1: Well, look, I got this story about like that pertains to this whole situation. So, me and my homies like a while ago, we went out to this birthday party. It was wild they were just tur- they was like it was this group this music group and they was like really high demand and like we the shit they, y'all can't tell us nothing they literally just, they're all on the mic just shit like that I'm, we're just standing there like this is a weird place for us to be right now because we just not them type of individuals like to go out and show but we like to go out have a good time talk yeah. to people you know or actually communicate like a human which should do. <laughs> so we're sitting there the guy so one of the dudes in the group he was their artist their visual artist He walks up to me and like I'm sitting there kind of like just rolling a joint and stuff and he just got real loud next to me, like, yeah man, you know, I do this, I do that, man, I'm the shit. He was like, he tapped me, I'm like, I like jumped up, like, what's going on? And he was like this, hey man, you need to know who I am, bro. You know, it's like, I go crazy out here. And I was like, he's like, What you do? I'm like
0: You need
1: to know who I am? I was like, I was like, I do graphics and stuff. And then he was like, Oh, for real? He was like, let me see some of your work. I showed him some of my work and I looked at his work. It was a part as fuck. (laughs) But uh, he showed me his work. So I'm like looking at I'm like, he was like, Oh, yeah, I need to know who you are. Mm -hmm. I was like, I was like, see, you can't go out yelling this type of stuff and then, you know, see somebody actually doing what you want to be doing, and then you like, oh shit, I was just talking all this shit. And I ain't even up to the. Standard, I can't even back it. You know what I'm saying? But just now throwing it out there, I do have mad respect for him now because after that whole situation, like he apologized and he like expressed to me like he really fucked with my work and you know, he he just became a more after that. I start seeing him at other things. He started becoming more of a humble individual. Like he's not loud at no events no more. He's really quiet when you see him. He be like, "Yo, yo, what's up, Scotty man? How you doing?" So now
0: man? he's just like observing, mm-hmm. or he's like feeding off. Like, all right. So I went out here and I showed all this energy, but you know, he I mean, become my true so. self. Yeah,
1: <laughs> and it's just, just from that story, I'm just saying, like people can't. It's like. Watch how you talk yourself up because when you talk yourself up it might be somebody that can shoot you down Mm -hmm. without any lift without even lifting a finger, you know. Mm -hmm. You you'll never know who you talking to. I done ran into millionaires and stuff, didn't even know they were millionaires. And I'm just having a normal conversation, it's like, Oh yeah, I have all these these beach houses and stuff. I just come out to the city to, you know, see all you people, you know, doing your thing. I was like, Well, you is definitely in a weird place, but I I appreciate you coming out here to, you know, support.
2: (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it'd it be molds you around. don't know well I'd be going to the apparatus room and I'd be you know was like people in
3: there be paid.
2: sometimes yeah. I'll just sometimes I'll be at the crib and you know because I just live downtown so I can walk there and I'll be like man I don't want to go like I'm tired or whatever whatever and it was like well fuck it I'm gonna go and every time I've had that and not even apparatus a lot of other places every time I have that we're like I'm just gonna go I always meet somebody mm-hmm. no it's not somebody that's gonna put me on or not any but oh I just always have an interaction with somebody that's like you know Takes a liking to me, wants to see my work, or you know, or, or somebody's there, you know that 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 they know that can connect, you know, like Reyes is theirs or somewhere is like, yeah. hey, you know, hey, this small man Jacinto, you got to know him, yada yada yada, and you know, when I like it's, it's like you know, you got an Instagram, like that's that's the that's the move, you know, when people can see your work, and like I said, I don't even got a lot of my shit up on there that I want, but. I I feel like I'm a humble dude, so I just you know I just let it play because I do all these things. So if it's really whack for me. If I was like, oh, I do this and I do that and whatever, whatever. So I just let it speak for itself. And then so when the Instagram is shown, then they're like, oh shit, damn, bro, you painted this. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, bro, I, I did this. You know what I mean? So it's like, I just I just let the strength to do it. You know what I mean? I don't need to because that's whack as fuck. Yeah. First of all, you're exposing yourself how whack you are to to to. <laughs> to talk it up this way or to do that or to speak in such a way. Because it's like there's so many talented people out here. I mean, there's really a lot of talented motherfuckers Mm -hmm. out here. And for you to think that just because you got a crew or because you're cool or Mm -hmm. you're from the city or whatever the fuck it is. You got fancy pants and stuff. You got fancy pants. You dress nice. You think you're a fashion person on top of being a creator, whatever the hell it is. Like that shit is just really – I mean, I think us is real – I don't know what to decipher them was real or not, but as far as like people that really do this shit, really know that. Like, your take on that is not surprising uh, or, or is not foreign for the average motherfucker who really does this shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's not like they're like, oh, I was, I was caught up in their aura and they really almost had me. You know what I mean? Until mm-hmm. I was like, no, we can see through that shit. Remember, I'm a people reader. I meet, like, I see 10 to 15 people in my chair every day. Mm-hmm. every day i got to be on every day you know what i'm saying and like sometimes it's just uh you, you, i mean I'm a, I'm a natural person reader so then when you meet these people that are these things it's it's real like I don't know. I just feel like I can see through it and they can expose themselves. And I just let them expose themselves. I mean, I had a dude do me with the Instagram like, oh, my phone's dead, bro. But you follow me. Like, start following me. You know, so I, I just kind of looked it. at him and then he grabbed my phone and then he, you know, hurried up. I'm going to follow you. And like, he never did. And that's not even the point. But I just was like, bro, is that a move? What was that move? Like, what, what was that? You know, like your phone could have been really dead. You know what I mean? I don't know. But, like then, when I see him out and about, he just kind of gives me this what's up and keeps it moving, you know yeah. what I mean it's like yeah. it's like, okay, I mean, do I know you or do I did you were you trying to get to know me or you did you just mm-hmm. see me as a, another person that's out here, so you just like I want to get just people to just see my shit. I just want one more follower or whatever the fuck that means. So yeah. it just was like, all, right, so much. all It's right.
1: ridiculous. Like, I go out to, like, a uh, big social
2: event maybe,
1: and I see some people. And I might not have seen a lot of times, but I've seen them enough that a what up or how you doing seems like a – Appropriate. Yeah, you know, <laughs> and they just be all standoffish. You used to catch them with a group group, and they're acting like fake, and it's like – yeah. I'm like, Why are you doing all this? Don't right. don't approach me with friend with friendliness and then when I see you you act in a different way because you're around the other individuals, For you know? sure. When we when I when I'm with my friends, we go out. We speak to other people from different groups, you know what I'm saying? We always come together in the end cuz we're friends, you know. And these people just they act so Bougie phony And I just Like man I, I can't I can't tolerate it Because it's like I try to be good I try to be A nice person To most people That I meet But some people Really like They test your
2: niceness A lot yeah. <laughs> They test <laughs> well, your I think it's like Them though too though Like mm-hmm. something's Something's with With them As far mm-hmm. as like I don't know Their own comfortability And their own skin Or mm-hmm. what it is Or because mm-hmm. I know Exactly what you're talking about I've had those interactions With people that I've met Through you know Certain like Social settings, and then when I see them out and about at a restaurant, or when I see them at another t- setting, it's almost like, you know, nice. they don't understand, they, they, yeah, they just keep it moving like that, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying, like, that we got to sit here and, you know, have a 10-minute conversation. Yeah, time. yeah, We We don't, we don't even got to do that. I'm just a saying, like, it's... genuine hello. Is yeah. a, for <laughs> sure, for sure. And I think that's why I'm attracted to the souls or to the people who are, like, real off top, in a sense. I mean, mm-hmm. like, you, we met... Mm -hmm. And I was sitting there over your shoulder watching you paint, and then we were talking, and then we played, and then we and then I seen you the next week, and it's like I could already tell off top. I was like, "She's cool, she's real, okay, that's that's cool, you know." And that's what I like with certain events that I go to. That's almost already like filtered. Like these Mm -hmm. people that are here are not on that funk shit, so I don't even have to really. I mean, you you're gonna have them here and there everywhere, but for the most part, it's like where I want to put myself at is already beyond that shit to where like everybody respects each other not in the sense of like some weird shit on just some real like damn man we all do this shit we all good at this shit yeah. you know like I'm you a, hu-
3: L- I'm L- a L- huge L-
2: fan L- of one freak I'm a huge fan of one right? freak Omar that sexy motherfucker like <laughs> That motherfucker is cool. episode
3: just dropped. Yeah, okay, yeah, cool. yeah. I'm we just have to posted to about it. Awesome,
2: awesome. <laughs> that's my guy. You know, that's us my a, fucking guy. He gave
0: us a little special. Unicorns are real. Drop yeah, that. That oh, <laughs> I'm trying good. to. That I'm trying to get um, Jota cut and chop, and so that's we can dope. have it at the beginning. At, the, oh, that'd at be least that'd be really.
2: I mean, you got you got Omar a part of the show. That's a wrap. So it's like <laughs> I I respect that dude so much, and when I see him. And through my own personal circle have I uh, you know, garnered a relationship with him. But in a sense of, like, it's just real love. Like, this dude's a real talented dude. Mm-hmm. Knows he's fucking talented. Mm-hmm. Knows he's a good-looking guy. But he's fucking humble, and he's yeah. not on no fuck shit. He's not on some work. I mean, from Nonetheless to 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 uh, Wayne to all those cats yep. and the to Trey, shout all out the to Wayne. yeah, shout out to Wayne, all all those cats. Shout out to One Freak. It's like they're, they're really super they're super talented and just super cool and super humble. And then these dudes didn't even know shit about each other. Like Wayne was yeah. making beats, mm-hmm. and then I was talking to I was talking to None, and I was like, Hey man, yeah. I was like Wayne sent me some beats, and he was like, Damn, I didn't even know he's making beats. And I was like, How do you not know like your drummer's not making beats? You know what I mean? But just because they're in their own world and they're doing their thing, and they're really just humbled guys that are just that come together and do some shit, so it's like I enjoy the show because they do good music, let alone on top that they are super cool cats, so it's like that's the type of shit I want to be around, not you know, and like I said, me as a natural person, I think I attracted that anyways, but for the most part, um, it's a real weird element sometimes when you're out here, mm-hmm. and i uh, I think us as creatives we got to i mean we can see through that so I just keep it moving when I when I come across. It's like not even a thing. It's just it's kind of a thing where I note it. Where it's like, oh, that was one of those instances again. Where I I met her, but she's gonna act like she don't really know me or whatever, whatever, whatever. But it's like I don't know. Just keep it moving. Have you ever been like slept
1: on? Like you went to an you went to like some people's event and they just they know you're an artist, but they never took the time to check out oh, your artwork. Slept?
2: I'm still slept on. It, For it, sure. That mm-hmm. is
1: that's the fun. It's like I, my oh, favorite the people find out you can yeah.
3: really you really good. The at it. funniest exactly. one
1: is when uh, Phil from Baltimore. Like I used to always tell Phil, like uh, yeah, I wanted like be in your gallery or something. He always just kind of like <laughs> brushed me off, and I was like, <laughs> and then I finally got into a show at his gallery. He was like, duh. I didn't know you got down like this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I tried to tell you all you had to do is like check out my artwork. Right. You know, it right. was it was like it's and that's what I was our reason I brought that because I wanted to go on the topic of like older and younger artists, like the disconnect between the two is mm-hmm. so freaking heavy here i mean that's yeah. i'm pretty sure it's heavy in a lot of different places but here it's crazy because it's like they don't the older artists don't want to take the time with the younger artists and these young artists need direction that they don't know how to go in yeah. you know it's like it's ways to go about it mm-hmm. and it's it's just we gotta learn from each other but it's hard to do the that.
3: problem with the younger artists is that they they always want to go somewhere where they feel like they can just always just like, you know, I'm just here to turn up. You know, I'm here to, you know, party. So <laughs> not I, well, really like focus like, on. Like there's other things to do than just party and just get drunk. Or, you know, <laughs> yeah. know what I'm saying? Man, like,
2: you ain't bullshitting. I
3: mean. Because uh, I love going to just bro, galleries. we talking
2: about Detroit though.
3: I'm, I That's cause. what <laughs> I said. That's
2: what I said. I need a medal just to be in this. I'm telling you.
3: I love just going to galleries and not having, you know. To actually just, you know, feel like I have to like have those type of interactions when I can just like peacefully. Some social feel, high just yeah. for the sake yeah. of your night. Like I wanna be able to go to a gallery and be able to hear myself and, For sure. <laughs> and just take in the artwork. And I don't want any other just dis- I don't want any other distractions, what I mean, like I don't wanna like somebody else's music to overpower for sure. Overpower my thinks my thinking, my thoughts, my thoughts you know. Right,
4: right, right. About
3: how I feel about Somebody's art, or yeah. if the artist is there, I want to be able to hear them explain what they what they're doing. Right, and I just think that that's important. But younger crowds, they don't want to do that. They just want to go somewhere where I can get both. Well, you can't get both entirely. No, t- you can't. No, because you can't. You can't truly say I can enjoy and take in everything that this artist would put on on this platform mm-hmm. while somebody you know is like they like super hype you know you got tiny you can't have tiny jag and her little and her and her uh person performing like super hyped up loud music you can't (laughs) you can't tell me that you can take in everything that that artist is doing
2: (laughs) right right for sure you're lying for sure for sure
0: (laughs) okay so we kind of already touched on the self-title segment the unicorns are real you guys already explained like what you do what your unicorn is what's your creative mind Oh um, well, Yeah, but you got it. Well, technically, exploring. I, I, I like say
2: technically, I don't even really know what I he does. Oh, okay, yes, okay, yes, okay, cool. Like
0: no, it. no, I was, I was yeah, still gonna. We're, we're dabbling, we were, but we're not We were not still really. gonna do the segment, but I was saying you guys right. already kind of touched, touched base yeah, yeah. on what. <laughs> sure, yeah, so our <laughs> title
3: uh, Segment called Unicorns Are Real. Unicorns? Um, you, yeah, guys are unicorns. Yep. you guys are the unicorns. You guys are unicorns. If you uh-huh. need
0: to explain, unicorns are our artists or creatives. Yeah, I figured that. And when we ask people what their unicorn is, it's their creative.
3: Yeah, mind? just describe your creative mind. Um, I mean, I know that's kind of hard, but um, like you can describe what you do
2: for sure and all that for sure. Um, I've, I've just, I've been, uh. I've drawn since I was a kid. Um, I've always had this creative, stubborn, uh, fuck everyone type feel. You know what I mean? And that's really what I want to have um, so we're too worried about what other people think. But um, no, I just, uh, I paint and I just try to express, I mean, I'm a barber in the city. I've been a barber. Um, my brother's a barber. I got a couple cousins that are barber. It wasn't a family thing. It was literally like one cousin went to barber college. And then uh, bro went to Barber College, like, this is like, shit, this is over 15 years ago. And I was just, you know, in my 20s getting by working retail and, you know, getting drunk and having fun Mondays more than Fridays while still getting fucked up. And I just realized (laughs) I was like, you know, and then I was like, what am I doing with myself, you know? And uh, so I went to Barber College. I was like, they can do that. They can make money. I can do that shit. And so I never picked up the Clippers before or nothing like that and um so i started cutting hair and uh i've always been a a writer i've I've wrote you know lyrics since i was a kid and uh then with just like making beats and like everybody kind of you know everybody was a you know had rapper was a rapper in high school and had that whole feel so um so yeah i was been doing music for a really long time um And then barbering and and really being comfortable at a place to where, like, I feel like anything that sits in my chair or anything that I come across with or anything that has to do with hair, I'm completely confident in that Mm -hmm. aspect. But, like, I was even saying, like, when I first came to Detroit, I go by Jacinto. My name is Jacinto, but, like, my first name is David. My middle name is Jacinto. And... I go by Jacinto as far as like you know my stage name and everything that I was doing. We do publications back home because I'm originally from Saginaw, Michigan, and you know that. Sag nasty. Yeah, shout out to Sag and uh, <laughs> and uh, everybody's got to say Sag nasty when you say Sag. Of course, yeah. um, I can. <clears throat> You can't, you can't, can. you cannot not do it. Um, so like you know, people knew me as know me as Jacinto. They know me as what I was doing back home because the band. That's why I'm in a band called Thick Steves. Um, You can look at Spotify, Let's Go, 60s, Let's Go EP we dropped earlier this year. um, Five songs is pretty dope. We've been jamming for over 10 years, and I'm the MC in the group. We do everything from blues, funk, hip-hop, reggae, soul. My man's like a funk soul singer, so we do do all types of shit. And um, we've been jamming for a really long time, so it's like we established that I knew we weren't just a local thing. Like, I knew we would get off stage, and there would be, like, people, like you know, that didn't fuck with me on a regular personal tip that I knew they had no choice but to, like, you yeah. know what I mean, what we do, you yeah. know what I mean? And this was beyond, like I said, family and friends just coming up to me, and it was, like, what I felt on stage I knew was real, too. So it was, like, this is – we 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 got something here, yeah. you know? And so um, we jammed all over Michigan. We'd done some some Midwest tours, but, like, nothing super crazy to where, like, when I come to Detroit, they don't know who Thigus Thieves is. They don't know who I though is. They don't know what I do, you know what I mean? And, like, so I had to, like – I had to, like, almost find myself in my city, in my hometown, and then come out here and then, like, solidify myself. You know what I mean? Because I couldn't come out here and just be, like, like one of those assholes. Oh, I'm this and I'm that. And no one, I had nothing to show for. I had, you know, a handful of, of, uh, of paintings in my room that no one's seen. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it was, like, just really trying to establish myself while – also, I mean, my back was against the wall so tough when I first moved out to the city. I didn't even know it was against the, back, against the wall like that. I mean, I was driving from Saginaw to Detroit for half the week just to cut hair because the shop wasn't open yet. And I thought the shop was going to be open. And I did that for like almost six months. And then like... I remember coming in my then girlfriend, like, because then I lived in the Burbs when I did leave Saginaw. And I just remember coming home to her one time, and I was doing commuting to Detroit now to the Burbs now. Now after that, after that long thing, because that puts a strenuous thing on our relationship, on our mind frame. And then I was just standing out there in Saginaw. I was just getting fucked up. You know what I mean? I would just go and work. But then it's like, I don't live here. Well, what am I going to do? Well, fuck, I'm just going to the bar. And then everyone's there. It doesn't matter if it's a Tuesday, Thursday. We're all all getting after it. (laughs) So it's like, uh, you know, I had a really... Like, get my mind right. And then when I told my then-girlfriend, I was like, we're moving to Detroit. And she just was like, okay. And she later told me that she was scared. She didn't, she, you know, she didn't, she didn't know. She, like, that wasn't the move. Like, this, the shop was in Detroit, but it wasn't like we were going to move there just because shit was in a world when shit was moving so fast. And then when I was like, we got to move to Detroit. And then she later told me, she was like, I was kind of scared. She's like, obviously, I love it now. She's like, but, you know, I didn't know what to expect. And I didn't even have those thoughts because I didn't have time to think that mm-hmm. you know what i mean i just was like
3: just this it. is
2: what we're doing because i was at the shop cutting no one for days you know i'd call, i'd be at the shop and i'd have an appointment booked on a wednesday and it's tuesday and i'm just sitting there like you know and i gotta keep it professional if someone walks in you know that's why i shouted out to kyle Driscoll earlier because kyle was a part of standard barber when we first started and he was already living here in uh in, uh, in, in um, Southwest. And so he would go out every night. And he'd go to the Bronx or he'd go wherever. And I'd have people walk in and be like, oh, yeah, I met your man Kyle last night. He gave me a card. you know." And that may have been the only haircut I had for that day. Or, or whoever was coming in is because Kyle, I wasn't out here yet. I wasn't living out here yet. Mm-hmm. So he uh, he really helped. He put you on? He really helped with the shop. Cause he brought them in and then I kept them coming back. Oh, you know great. what I mean? So as far as like, cause they, once they got the haircut, they were like, oh shit, well, you know, where else am I going to go? And then plus the shop's got a cool vibe. You know, it's got the trendy, you know, little, you know, uh, wood feel with the back bars and we got the old school chairs and we we were playing everything from hip hop to, you know, whatever in, in, in the shop. You know what I mean? So it's got that, it's got that vibe. So we're real cool with that shit. So it's like, we just had to establish that and really find ourselves. But like the whole Me creative thing about being out here. I just was like, I just was like, Detroit to expose you. I remember I hear Danny Brown saying that shit is like, Detroit to expose Mm -hmm. you. Like, um, if you're the funny guy, be the funny guy. You know, if you are the dope dealer, then you're the dope dealer. If you, you know, don't take no shit and you knock somebody out, that's what you do. But if you don't do that. Then don't play like you do that. You know what I'm saying? Cause like you'll get exposed and then you can't come around here no more. You can't do yeah. that shit no more. You can't come to the apparatus on a Thursday and be like, <laughs> Yeah, it's cool. Nah, cause yeah. we we don't fuck with you. You know what I'm saying? Like, so like I knew without even you know, even before I heard him say that, like I already knew like my own mind frame was like, I can't come out here on uh, no flodging half ass shit. I gotta come out here and really um, now no one calls me. David, because I would introduce myself like that at the shop. You know, everybody calls me Jacinto. And if you do call me David, you're either a family member or you don't kind of know me from outside the shop, mm-hmm. you know, but now I'm, I've encompassed it all to where I, now it's like I'd be, at, I'd be at the dentist and I'd be like, uh, they're like who, who, uh, what, you know, what's your name? And I'd be like, Jacinto uh david you know what i mean like i don't like it's like a thing to where like it's not that i try it's not two personas or it's not two different Mm -hmm. me's it is me jacinto is a family name so i wear that very proudly um so it's like it's just i knew that i couldn't come because it's also obviously fucking cool so i couldn't just be like i'm this guy without really doing anything you know what i'm saying and like my first two art shows i put them on like no one like shout out to my homegirl uh Andrea Gallagos and uh, my homegirl, uh, Julianne. I really appreciate y'all. They put me on as far as the Detroit Shipping Company.
3: Andrea, as in Andrea. Yeah, Andrea. Yeah, Yeah,
2: she put me on. And and not even... The manager of One Freak? No, that's Angela. That's oh, her sister. Oh, I'm
3: sorry. I'm sorry. I said No, that's I her sister. Saying, yeah. No, you're good. Yeah. You're good.
2: They always. always get confused. It's all good.
3: I know yeah. them both because you, sure. paint, you painted her. I
2: painted Andrea. Yes. Yeah, yes. And she
3: showed me when I first met her. And I'm like, yeah. oh, this is dope. I didn't even realize connected to.
2: Yeah, no. Because I was...
3: met her after I met Angela.
2: Okay, okay. Yeah, For, so But she's... they always get mistaken. I'll yeah. be with Andrea somewhere and mm-hmm. they'll be like, you just moved back from LA. And she's just like, yeah, like, that's her sister. <laughs> and she'll just go with it. She'll just go with it. And it's not even like she, you know, she put me on tough in the sense of like that, but just our relationship and just her knowing julie were like Mm -hmm. they were hanging out julie seen my art and she was like what what is that like and she was like that's jacinto's work she was like i need an artist you know like this is so like that was the only kind of like connect like the first show i had shout out to el capi eric really really looked out man uh he had a he had a studio um you remember head start was a head start gallery that's right there at broadway and like randolph right across the street from like punchbowl social
3: I know what you're talking
2: about. Okay, okay. I don't know. So um, so, the, so there was Head Start Gallery. It still has mm-hmm. the gallery sign on there. Okay. The second floor, he had the first floor. He had it as a storefront. Then he got up in the second or third floor, and it was a legit gallery. Yeah. And then when he – it shut down as a gallery. Then when he got it, he took it over, but he took it over just more as his creative space. It was just like this huge fucking space. And so I'd go in there and kick it with him. And then I would just be like – and then he was throwing art shows, and you know, he was messing with – throwing all these kind of shows. And I was like, bro, I need to throw an art show. And then he was like, all right, you know, and this was like November, like the end of November. And then, you know, we solidified like the week after Christmas or the Monday after Christmas or something that I was going to do a show. And it was kind of like the same thing with the Detroit Shipping Company where I just, well, the Shipping Company was a little bit more strenuous, mm-hmm. a little bit more crazy. Yeah. But with, with that, it was like kind of like, okay, I'm going to do, do, do this art show. And then it was like, damn, I don't even got no art. And then I was like. Well, wait a minute, I do. My whole living room's full of art. You know, I've been mm-hmm. painting since I moved here to the city and prior. So it was like, I thought I wasn't prepared. I wanted to use this space because it was such a cool space. But it was like, damn, what am I going to do? So like, I was like, oh, well, damn, I do got all this art. So I put I put the art show together. I had my band uh, play a set. I had Ryan Dahl, who's a re- very good uh, house techno DJ around here. I had him do a set. Uh, I did, I mean, I was... Picking up the wine, I was doing all this shit, and I'm the artist. You know what I'm saying? I (laughs)
3: curated the
2: whole fucking thing. I called up KT, which is one of the best uh, bartenders in the city, and I was like, "Bro, I need you." And he was like, "Whatever, I got you. You're my guy. Whatever you need." So he was my bartender, and uh, it was super cool. And uh, my man, who's uh, shout out to Woody Gates, the lead singer of Thicus Thieves. Uh, He also does light production and stage production. So when we did the show, he was there at fucking 2 o'clock in the afternoon setting up lights and doing the whole thing. Um, So I had a lot of people help me, but it was like – it was just me doing mm-hmm. this thing. And it was the same thing kind of with the shipping company. Like as much as it was the setting and they gave me the opportunity, you know, I walked in that place and I was like, okay, what's this TV for? And she was like, well, it's just a TV. And I was like, okay, well, this is going to run my flyer and this is going to run my bio. And she was like, I don't know how to do that. Well, we're going to figure it out. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, and that's and that, when you walked in, you had the flyer, you had like, it was my, I'd seen it before it was done. And so it was like, I'm doing this really all on my own this is all like you know i mean i have people no one's self-made to the degree of them self-made you need people to help along but it was like it was really just all all on me and everything was on me you know what i mean if it was failed it was on me i mean i didn't sell shit at the shipping company because I think people are frugal when it comes to art; they're full of shit. I've had a lot of people, you know. We all know that game. Yep. <laughs> so it's like, it's like I wasn't even worried about it. I just wanted it to be seen. I wanted you guys. I wanted people to know that if you see my name on something, that we're not fucking around. You know what I'm saying? Like there is no half stepping. There is no like none of that shit. So it was like, I don't know, just because I do all this stuff, it it pulls me in different directions. So I'm a barber. I'm a musician. I'm a producer. Uh, I'm a writer. I'm a rapper. Uh, thought whatever you whatever you want. I, I talk shit. You know what I mean? Like it's. <laughs> I'm, I'm a, I do all that shit. You know what degree I mean? Degree
0: in talking shit. I have a degree
2: in talking <laughs> shit. Straight up. So so yeah, that's that's what I do. And uh, painting and expressing myself is uh, it's crazy because it's like as much as I express myself, I feel like I don't express myself. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like I feel like it's still shit I want to say. You know, and it's like I have this painting of uh, Rick Snyder, and I, I painted his face. I, pour, I did a portrait of him on a sixteen by twenty, and then it was a decent portrait. And then I spray painted over fuck this guy. You know what yeah. I mean? So I, I spray painted over my own painting, and it's like I see like people see it, and it's like, but I want so I want to say much more than that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's not yeah, of course fuck this guy, but it's like I don't think you guys understand it. You know what I mean? So sometimes I want to use my vulgarity or my offensive take. Sometimes. To really capture their attention. Because mm-hmm. if not, they're just, you know, if I'm just painting babies, you know, with angel wings and stuff, it's, you know, what the fuck is that? You that's- know what I'm saying? Like, so, <laughs> so and which is nothing wrong with that. I'm not yes. saying if that's what you want to do. That's what you want to do. Me personally, I got too much that I want to say. I got too much that I've been through uh, to, to not express it in a way of, of. That's why I like that shit. And then I can do serious portraits mm-hmm. and then I can do collaging. You know, it's just kind of all. I don't know. Just kind of, just kind of. It's all there, so I I do all that stuff.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. Escada, your unicorn. Oh, I dropped my cubes.
3: He dropped the. Uh,
0: drop the cubes again. Drop my cubes. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded so gross. It sounded like you said cubes. Drop my cubes.
1: <laughs> but um, my nah, cube um, dropped. I mean, okay. technically, I started when I started off in the city, like putting myself out there. I started off as a musician. I used to go by Spaceman the rapper. You're no, a rapper? I was.
3: I had no idea. And I mean, it fits your, I, I feel like it fits.
1: And I was like, I was going crazy. I was really consistent. My music was reaching places that yeah. I wanted to reach. And it was like, but I told myself this, and I kept the promise too. Well, I didn't fully keep it. I went on for a little <laughs> while afterwards, but I said, only person I want to hear my music is Kid Cudi. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kid Cudi reposted my music. Oh, and wait! Was like, oh
3: my God, that is so yeah, this,
1: cool. I did a tape at the time. The tape was labeled Hippie Guy." Okay, I used to have dreadlocks and shit. It was yeah, like, yeah. Was I a saw whole, pictures
4: of you with the locks. Yeah, yeah. and,
1: <laughs> and um, I Trent after a while. After he reposted my music, my music was going like doing really good. I started getting mm-hmm. like more shows in the city. Plus, you know, it's it's good. It's good to have behind name. Yeah. So, yeah. I was doing shows or whatever, not, and I got bored with doing mu I got bored doing like rap music, and it was like I couldn't find producers to really like make the music I wanted to, and I didn't. Re- and I wanted to keep my music strictly like Detroit-made. Yeah, you know, I understand going out and working with different producers is all nice and stuff, but I just I had an agenda that I wanted to continue out, and it didn't work that way. So I stopped doing like the music for a while. And before that, before I actually started like doing the music, I was doing. I was working at my mom's t-shirt shop, and I was doing like commissions for people. Like they needed their logos done. I was mm-hmm. that guy to do that. But I was really enthused because it was, I was working for my mom, and that was. like, <laughs> And my mom is, if you know my mom, yeah, man, working with her is a fucking that. That is fucking hectic amongst hectic. You think I'm crazy? Meet my mom. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying, so it's like I was relatable. Song. You are her sponsor. Yeah, and <laughs> she's like she made me like really unenthused about doing the graphics for a while, and so that's why I went into the music. Mm-hmm. And after I stopped doing the music, I went back into I went to the art institute. That's where I met this guy J and the B you know you
0: guys don't see but um we have someone <laughs> we have people in the we're, studio yeah, outside of the ones on the mic listening. we're pointing <laughs>
1: at Josh in the band right now <laughs> but um i met him at the time he wasn't making music and i was making music and i um i like used to take my mixed i like had a whole bunch of my mixtapes on like CDs and i made like these personal covers for them and stuff and oh, just that's cool. handed them out to like just random people and people in the school just like started like listening and sharing it with each mm-hmm. other and people just like walking up to me and talk people tried to get me to join the groups and stuff i'm like i'm not joining join <laughs> my them.
0: group yeah
3: i'm mm-hmm. like i was
1: like bro we need artists like yeah i'm like i'm like ah yeah that's nice and stuff but they an just want
3: to like hold me. on they
1: just yeah. want to hold on to your curtail that's what. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know at the, and then it was like it came to a point where i got cool with um i met this guy named bryce Bryce was a pianist. He's a fa- he's a fantastic pianist. You know, you know, Bryce, your dick. If you ever hear this, but, <laughs> <laughs> it's like no, I saw love. But and then I uh, linked up with Josh, who started making music, and we had a homie named Ed. He was also a producer, rapper. And my homie Trey, who I met on my very first day at the Art Institute, and it was like we were in the orientation for our classes and stuff. And, like, we, I'm sitting here. He's all the way on the other side of the room, and we're just talking to each other. Like, they asking questions, and we, like, just like, yeah, man, hey. And after a while, we just kept kicking it and stuff. And we got, like, heavy into music with all of each other. We, like, formed a group and stuff. It didn't go exactly how we wanted it to go. But you know it was, it was still fun. We all still homies till this day. But and I started taking that the while like I stopped doing the music seriously and like like I really put it down. Like I kept I do mixes and stuff. Yeah. So I kept I with, like your mixes a lot. Yeah. Thank you. I, I
3: really like the new one that that uh was
1: played at the mundane. Oh, you mundane. talking about the Tiana Taylor? Yeah, movie? yeah, that was I a, love that one. I like the one a lot. That was work a, this with.
3: <laughs> yeah, it sounds really cool. Like his mixes are really good. Okay, so. Good, good. Yeah. So
1: I kept I kept with the mixes and like I used to do. A shit ton of vaporwave music mm-hmm. like vaporwave was just like my lifestyle for the longest and it came to a point where i was dropping so many tapes and so many people was like hitting me up like all my favorite vaporwave artists just started contacting me and following my page so i'm like oh, this shit is lit as fuck you know i'm having a good time it's like i don't have to even make vocal music no more <laughs> and then it, i was and then my cover art for it was really helping me so i'm pushing this music but i'm also pushing my artwork because mm-hmm. of the cover art so people started hitting me up about getting a cover art. So I'm like, shit, I might as well start, you know, taking this stuff a little bit more seriously. So I started doing, like, artist mixtape covers and getting paid to do those commissions and stuff like that. And once that started developing and taking off, I started having, like, artwork just everywhere around the U.S. pretty much. And I went into painting. I met uh, Thalamus. Uh, Shouts out to that guy once more again since I mentioned him. Uh, I met him at his first art show at this place called um, Prophet Studios off of Lasser and what is it? Grand River, I -hmm. think. And I met him. He used to sell me vintage clothing. And we became really cool after that. And he started like Helping me get on the art shows and things of that nature, we started. It was like it was three people mainly body painting, like in the city at the time. Especially from our age group, it was me, Dalamus, and the Century Danny. And if you come to us, you most likely hitting us up about body painting. I got tired of body painting so fast because it was just so it became like I felt like I was curating strip shows and because it's like the dudes was people were in coming to see like the art they trying to see some naked women I'm like this is not appreciating the art this is degrading it you know it's yeah. this is it should be viewed and presented a certain way so I stopped doing I stopped doing um the body painting then I got into painting painting and. I started like translating my uh, cartoons over to my paintings, and that was working really well for me. So I was like selling paintings, I'm selling handmade merch and things like that, and it was just it was just, it was just going really good. It's like I never really had a downside with my artwork that I've been working on for so long, and. Now I'm starting to get into, like, my animation, like, trying to do full-on animations and TV shows like that. Like, right now we're working on this show called uh, Art It. It's a live-action, like, puppet show. But the way that we set up the whole show, it looks all animated. Mm
4: -hmm. You
1: know, it's just, like, the background with the characters, they blend so well. Only time you can really tell if it's, like, puppets is you might accidentally see our finger during the the recording or something like that. And I started just taking on more projects. More, I just recently did um Tiny Jags album cover. Mm-hmm. You know, that was really. That was
0: that was nice. That was, yeah.
1: that made, that got me a lot of business. I really shout out to her. You know, that was, that was real love. I love her style of music. It's really outgoing and it's outspoken, you know. I
3: like seeing her perform. <laughs> yeah. Her hype woman. <laughs> the, the, her hype woman gets Wah people. Wah.
1: Shout out to Wawa.
3: <laughs> gets people hype that high, huh? high kick that they do <laughs> yeah, yeah that kick
1: <laughs> I'd be like oh yeah y'all like a marching band or yeah. something I'm, I'm walking with it you know <laughs> but but uh, yeah it's like I, right now I'm working on Fule's um mixtape cover he has an album coming out called uh, Demon he has this one song on there pop that pussy bitch and that song goes fucking <laughs> cool. crazy instant
2: classic
0: the way you said
1: it, just, pop, so it was just so pop right, exactly. That
0: pussy pop pop, <laughs> that pussy bitch. <laughs>
2: Don't forget the bitch.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's very important. Very well, important. You know that 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 ensures you. You know he's coming from a good place. Exactly. Oh, it's just, is that what it is? <laughs> exactly. You know, and um, it's just like, and then my style of artwork. I grew up on a shit ton of like. I'm a media child, like. My, I was raised with my great grandparents, my grandmother, my auntie, my mom. Like I literally was raised. I was so a, a village lot of child. You generations.
4: Know? So I'm. Awesome.
1: I get all that information and knowledge from like all these older people, mm-hmm. younger people. You know, I'm still hit to the recent stuff and looking at <laughs> stuff from the '60s and '40s. Yeah. You know, I'm watching all these old sitcoms just for the hell of it, and I'm really enjoying them. And you go into his
3: room. He's got. He's got stacks on stacks of VHS tapes. That's also mm. how we became friends. Mm-hmm. We bonded over VHS tapes because mm-hmm. he was talking about all I'm the obsessed. stuff. I'm
1: obsessed. Yes. I'm obsessed when it comes to VHS tapes. I like yeah. I like collecting obscurities, like stuff that you don't even know where the fuck it come from. Yeah, we were I, talking about
3: the classic Scooby Doo tapes that mm-hmm. a lot of people don't have.
1: I like. Collect, I want to get some freaking blackface films. I have this. <laughs> I have this one blackface film. It's um. It's about uh, these two white guys, they go to Africa mm-hmm. and they just like running from all these tribal men and they, they got like multiple sequels of it and they like hang out with this one African guy who's like their little buddy African and he's like on all the covers with this like weird goofy smile like that <laughs> and it's...
3: The cla- he's, he just did the classic blackface. What's the one, the real popular one, uh, Aaron? Uh, the Blackface film. You know, it was, talking about it was it
1: I know what you're talking about. I think she's Are it you talking
3: about 13? It was on it was talked about on 13. Birth
0: of a Nation. Yes. yes, do you have Birth of a Nation?
1: birth of a
3: nation I don't
0: think people just have birth of a mean, nation
3: I mean I mean <laughs> somebody made, maybe it was it maybe it was copied on
1: tape I thought you were talking about the minstrel
0: shows No no no, no. like you are saying Those have, are big blackface ones what he's yeah. describing but
1: I don't I just think didn't know
3: I mean cuz it I mean it has blackface on yeah. that, so I mean cuz they didn't want to hire a black man to be in the movies so they had a white dude with blackface Oh no
1: they could have they just didn't want to they figured it'd be a little <laughs> more funny. See I've
3: made that same that same um that same argument, I think it was on the show, remember? And I was talking about, yeah, they like they could have had a black person on there. Mm-hmm. Somebody was like, nah, because as soon as they get out the show, we be like, we killing that nigga. You ever, mm-hmm. seen, Bre- yeah. you ever seen
1: Breakfast at Tiffany's?
3: Yeah. No. You,
1: well, it was a character on Breakfast at Tiffany's. It's a white guy playing an Asian man. And like you do the, that
0: stuff all the time.
1: The whole- I've
2: seen that scene. I know exactly what scene you're talking about. That I think mean, we was, could talk about West Side Story most- where
0: everybody's white. <laughs> they made the brown people. They just made white people but we we know that
1: they had the money they had the production team they just didn't want to use the minorities we get it i I get it you know it's like try. you can look at it and label it racist it's just they are white the studio execs are white so they
2: control yeah so what are they gonna do they're gonna hire white people exactly what are they going to we
1: can't be mad at them like black people tyler Perry. He got a whole studio production company, and what he do? Get black buff guys, you know, to play his romantic leads. <laughs> <Man>.
2: <laughs> you had to say black buff guys, though. Like that's funny.
1: But you know, like I like I love humor. So humor always was like a main part of my art. I like I like cringe humor. I like all types of humor. I don't really sub. I don't really like say, oh, that's bad humor because I know this humor is for somebody yeah. and all my life I wanted to be a cartoonist. Like I used to make, I've been making comic books since I was like five years old, you know, it's just like,
2: so I, you've always drawn, you've mm-hmm. always, that's always been something in your pocket. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which hence why you was doing the stuff with your moms or mm-hmm. that was okay. So that was already a natural thing.
1: Mm-hmm. Like cool. my mom was an artist as well. Like she does like oils and oh. like charcoal Whoa. arts. Like she does like big portraits. Like people that's used to dope. commission her a lot. And then after a while, she just stopped doing commissions for people. And then it was like I got to an age where I start. She started like getting me commission work, and I just kept with it.
2: Mom's kind of put you on in that way. Yeah, she did. She definitely did. You know,
1: sometimes she want to come at me though and be saying, (laughs) "So you wouldn't have these skills if it wasn't for me." (laughs) 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 Dang, come on, but little did she know, I really took my drawing skills from my great grandmother. My great grandmother was a really advocate about my drawing style. Like she mm-hmm. used to make she was obsessed with like funnies out the Well, that's what she called the newspaper. Yeah. yeah. She called she calls them funnies like an old press. Like for the longest I was I mean, calling she- I was I mean, calling That's guesses. what my grandparents <laughs> called.
0: Yeah, I used to read the
3: funnies.
0: So I, I used to with my granddad. Same. So I always speak with my granddad. and I'm just
3: like, whenever I get home from school, <laughs> I would always do my homework. And then he'd be like, come on, let's read the newspaper, mm-hmm. and then we read it and then we look at the funnies afterwards. That's how it was mm-hmm. with my
1: great grandparents. Like I would sit there and like she'd collect the whole bunch of like comic strips out the like newspaper and just mm-hmm. give them to me. And I would literally go through the whole thing, either recreating things, mm-hmm. making my own comic books and comic strips. And stuff. One time I like it got like I used to draw so much. I would I went to like all Catholic schools all the way up into sixth really? grade. Oh yeah. Jesus. So, like, they were really assholes about my drawing skills. Like, I had comic books and drawings. But the devil's books. work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was, I had stuff work going away and everything. Oh, no, you
3: know, no they didn't. That's fighting jerks.
1: words. Yeah, it was, it was crazy. Fighting words. That's
3: so, fighting like, actions.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Some people. Yeah, said
2: fighting words. I know exactly what you meant. I'm going to take that, though. When someone does Thank something, i to say, that's fighting words. Guys. Thank
3: you. At least somebody <laughs> exactly. just, you know, just let me
0: be.
1: Uh, okay.
0: Is, That's not my job.
2: Exactly. exactly. My high
1: school, they didn't really tend to my like art was really like something that I had to fight for in my life. Mm -hmm. You know, I can't I grew up around a lot of niggas that's just like, sorry to say niggas, but You can say whatever you want. All right. It's an
3: after dark podcast.
1: Oh nice. But (laughs) Oh nice. (laughs) But it's like um I grew up around niggas that rob niggas, you know, people that just Snatch of dates, buff snatching experts, you know. All my homies in high school, they all in you jail. You said
3: buff snatching experts, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Like, seriously, like these dudes was like thieves out of the world. Like, I grew up around them, you know. I didn't do it, I didn't partake in it because it's just, it was always, I was the weird friend. It's like mm-hmm. all, like all the girls that they'd bring around and stuff, they used to call me foreign because my name was Escada and <laughs> I did stuff that they, the, my homies, didn't do, yeah. So, <laughs> It was like all like all my friends from high school are in jail right now. Except for one. Literally mm. one of my friends. And like he really likes him and my other homeboy who just recently went to jail, they like really always pushed for me to like keep with the arts, mm-hmm. stay out of the streets and, you know, That's do good. what I'm doing. And, you know, I always appreciated that. So coming up was like coming up trying to wanting to be an artist but being an artist was
2: something that really wasn't like around. Like well, you're you're dealing with the conformity of social settings mm-hmm. or school in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, that, that's why I noted that's cool that your mom's you know had that because my my I get my drawing talent from my pops, mm-hmm. um, but my pops is an alcoholic. You know, like mm-hmm. so there was no like it was i get a satisfaction feeling being a kid and i would draw something and he'd be like oh that's cool you know mm-hmm. and then he would whip up like a cartoon sketch in like 10 minutes you know of mm-hmm. someone he just saw walk and we saw them 45 minutes ago and <laughs> he still can you know do Memorize that them. yeah he can still do that shit so it's like that's you know on top of your own peer, your own peer settings of mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying them that so it's like you have to i think i think us all we all have to fight for that because we live in such a world and society that suppresses that shit, you know, mm-hmm. and even, and we don't need them telling us nothing. We have our, we, we have our own peoples telling us the deal. We, we have our own people. See, they set the status quo and then, and then we got our own peoples to make, call you foreign because we don't know your name mm-hmm. or call you the fo- weird dude because you're the weird dude or something like that. So we don't need them now no more. Now, so we dealing with those, com- the society shit and then now we in our own groups and now we got our own judgments and the, it was like, we're getting it from all angles, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So it's like, exactly. you know, props for anybody for you, especially yourself to to fight for that or to know the difference and to know what the deal is you know what mm-hmm. I mean and know that they're trying to suppress it and you got something in you that you can't I can't let this go you know mm-hmm. I can't change this so
1: like one of my homies another one of my homies he's not like my closest of homies but I grew up with him in high school middle school he hit me up like I do, I do like a lot of a strange shit on my Instagram you know I do a lot of things that shock people who don't know me personally and stuff like that like I've I've been called gay I've been called I'm all types sure. of things pretty you sure. know so it's like I did this like I went to this thing called Freakest Pre- Pleasures I heard about it I went to that and I like one of my female friends she like Beat my face up a little bit, like she put some eyeliner on, like said, some, I
0: think I've seen up. um the pictures. Mm-hmm. And you I the had silver eyeliner. On? Yeah,
1: and I had the I had a, a choker, a leather jacket with no shirt on, up under it and stuff. So like some people was like, oh, I thought you was gay. I'm <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> just from that picture.
1: Yeah. So I'm just like, I'm like, no. I mean, I'm just dressing apart for what we were at. You don't know what I was doing. You just They're getting them. your right. information and running with it, right. you know. It is like, I always, I never was, I was, I grew up, my mom, she was very anti-gay, so it's like, I always used to be, cautious on how I portray myself. I used to dress a certain way like I was mech jeans and true religions and I like You
3: cannot picture you with Man, that. half off yeah. your
2: ass. It yeah. you was out here the hoop I shorts was... underneath you know all that I <laughs> did not hoop shorts. That was hard for me. Oh, you didn't have the hoop shorts underneath cause <laughs> I couldn't do You know that
0: was a normal layer.
1: Hey I
2: tried see that served multiple purposes. That kept your pants kind of so you could sag you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And then you never know when a hoop game would pop mm-hmm. off. You know maybe never cause, know. Because we was already Rocking the hoop shoes, anyways. So was I like, oh, you ready? Okay, I have back. I okay, hoop. that wasn't your thing. Okay, <laughs> straight artistic. I mean, I I was tracking. I was <laughs> tracking
1: cross country, but I, that's a Ooh, different coordination. That's hey. a mm-hmm. different coordination. Like Ooh. high school, mm-hmm. I t- I coached I a track team. <laughs> I coached a track team in high school. Oh, look at you. It was um, it was fun. You know, I I had I like I said I had a really strange life growing up. I like. I've been around so much odd things. I've been seeing people die. I've seen people get robbed. I've been people trying to throw sex orgies. You know, right, <laughs> right, for sure. I've been bumped into a lot of runs of life. <laughs> like he's been, this guy Josh in the band, I'm important too. He's been around a lot of this stuff that I've come across, and like we still to this day question a lot of our reality because we like, why is this stuff? Ha- why does this weird stuff happen to us so often? Do like, we really see that? Yeah, it's like. I always have the question. And you then can say it, yeah. it helps. <laughs> <laughs> it really helps my artwork because it's like I I pride myself on the zaniness between, behind my artwork. Like if you look at all my like pictures, like when I'm really into it, it's like kind of every character has like a scream look on their face or some look of paranoia or just like strung out, like. Or sure. oh, the co- eyes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I see
3: a lot of focus on eyes when you. I, I really
1: homework. like to – I call them the Eyes of Life because it just seen so much and it's just, like, drained out or it's bugged out from, like – My uncles, like, I had a lot of drug, like, um, abusers in my family. So growing up with them, seeing how they interact with me, my cousins, and stuff of that nature, that really added to, like, my art style because I'm, like – I grew up around dark stuff. I grew up around really loving things. I've seen a lot of like, just a lot of death, a lot of death, a lot of dishonesty, and just fakeness. You know, I grew up around things that some people might not be able to make it out of that lifestyle. Mm -hmm. I'm happy I was able to make it out of that lifestyle because I used to get into trouble. You know, I was like, I used to be a graffiti artist. I caught a case for um, graffiti, and my judge, I, he liked my personality so much that he like really cut me some slack and stuff. Judge Morrow, shout out to him, thirty-sixth mm-hmm. District Court, <laughs> you know. And he get he let me off of uh, probation early and everything. He like he took away my community service and then afterwards he was like, okay, but I want one of your paintings for my uh for my uh, courtroom. Mm-hmm. So I gave him this uh built this. Like, a uh, portrait of Bill Cosby I did. And the portrait I did of him was, like, in the style of my normal cartoons. But I yeah. made the cartoons that I normally do, made them look fully detailed and realistic. Mm-hmm. And my judge was just, like, he was so happy to get it. He was just, like, this is so amazing, man. I, I love this. He's was this like,
3: before or after he the, was... Um... And it came out that he was shooting pills into drinks.
1: No, this was during the whole trial. And this is all allegations. It's not allegations. He not has allegations. Um, admitted we ha- to, to no, <laughs> drugging people. Pl- he had to plead guilty. That's the difference. That is the difference, and that's what we cannot keep saying allegations are the truth. Because if we keep doing that, what well, if you end up in that position of allegations, and then people are saying that about you? You will not want people saying that you're guilty just because of allegations, just because public opinion. Yeah, and a public opinion. For sure, we I literally
2: watch. Well, them. we we vert- we we judge them before. It even happens. Happens, yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you
1: know, and my judge, he told me, like, he's seen cases like this before, so he was he was on the side of, he don't believe it happened. He said he's seen so many cases happen that, like his case, that, and he really viewed, he, like, he's like he's explaining, like, judges really go over these types of topics and stuff, like, together. He said, from what he gathered... Is no way that it could happen the way that it's portrayed, and he was just expressing me. He was talking to me about like the artwork that's in his like courtroom. He's telling me like uh, mostly he's like, who do you think done these artworks? He's like, I was like, I was like, it's black guys. He's like, no, all of it was black art, but none of them was done by white people. I mean, none of them done by black people. He's like, it's a lot of people that he meet that like to they have other people selling their artwork for them and portraying to be the artist. Must be nice. You know, and (sighs) he he told me how he went down to Cuba and it was some people selling art there and there was actually some white, the dudes ended up telling him, like, these are actually white artists. They just lying and saying that they're from the people there. For sure, for sure. And I'm like, Jesus. And he just explained it. He's like, it's so much that, because he's really into art and he's really passionate about, like, truth he's a judge you know he's a black judge right so and it's like seeing a black man or seeing people using the black man to get a rise you know it really like disturbed him so when i gave him that piece he was like this is perfect I, this is like my favorite piece that i ever received so awesome. i was and then i the picture that i used as a reference was his uh his uh first his first uh what do you call it um his uh his picture when you know when they get caught and stuff
2: but uh, his, 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 he had more fucking hit uh, back not No, no, I'm no. no. Say
1: <laughs> uh, uh, you know, you know, a took shot. His mug shot. Yeah, right. I used the mug shot, but I changed this outfit around and I gave him a one of his cozy sweaters. Okay, and stuff. So it was. It, sorry adjective. about that
0: disappearance, guys. Good.
1: <laughs> you know? Cozy.
0: All right, let's um move on to the final segment. Can can someone do like a really cool a drum roll? We like to do a drum roll, but. We're never coordinated enough to do so.
2: <laughs>
0: and this is the... Color Your Life segment. Which is about...
3: Color theory in all of its <laughs> glory.
2: Okay. it's
3: Because um we go through life and we see colors and some of us re- realize that they have a special meaning. Some of us don't. So we just want to see your perspective on how that color affects your life and what you see or what you think about when you see that color. So I have a series of four images, and you will look at the images based on the color. Um, the color is your first is your first thought. We want you to go into it and be like, okay, I'm going to pick this because of this color, but your afterthought can be the image itself. The color and the image um, connect, and then there's a song um, title that also connects with that image, and I'll talk about that. And then I have a question for both of you guys on the back of it. Um, if that person picks the image that you want, um you cannot pick that image again. Okay. Um, yeah, so.
0: <laughs> Sorry. She's going to eliminate it from the table. <laughs> yeah, I'm eliminating. So eliminated. hopefully y'all not looking at the same image because. Mm. <laughs> Who wants to go first?
2: We we just pick one? Yeah. Yes. Okay.
3: Um. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what do you see when, when you see the color orange? What do you think about?
2: When I see the color orange. Oh. What drew you to
0: that color? Mm-hmm.
2: I don't know. Maybe just because it looks like a mountain to me. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, if it is, then just...
0: They are mountains.
3: The image drew uh, you before the color?
2: Yeah, kind of in a sense. Um, but we only have four, and I just thought I'd take one. So, I mean, it's nothing super <laughs> crazy that, well, that made me go to that one. Um, so, I mean, I don't know. I use, I'm I use uh, I'm a realism painter, but okay. I use, uh, you know, hot, colors and pastel so like sometimes warm colors? i like warm colors but i'm i can be very dark as well so uh-huh. like i mean i've had some some pretty dark paintings as far as the imagery and stuff um but no i just went to that just because the mountain and just because the terrain maybe that's what it is maybe it's just you know i don't know a journey within that thing so
3: so um the song that connects with this is ain't a mountain higher High
2: right
3: enough, right, um, and then it's about encouragement because mm-hmm. the song itself is about encouragement, like, oh, you know it, it, we can be low or high, or whatever, but I'm still mm-hmm. going to encourage you, I still want to be with you, right, um, so with that, uh through all the obstacles in life, what keeps you encouraged to create?
2: mm, what keeps me encouraged to create shit, <sighs> man, we live in such a instant gratification type world Mm -hmm. and i'm not gonna be here long so i i don't know i think fuck you know letting them know what my name is and what this is i've gone Mm -hmm. through too much shit my name alone like i said it's a family name my great-great-grandfather had this name um my 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 theo has this name Uh, I have a family member who passed away who had this name. So like I wear this very proudly. So I just think I just want people to know what it is and what the deal is. I've gone through too much shit Mm -hmm. to just paint one painting and then people think like, oh, that's really dope. You know, like that's okay. That's one painting. You know, like what else can you do? I just think think the creativity is what inspires me to create in a weird kind of generic way. It's like just knowing that. When I touch something or when I do something, it's going to have my name on it. and It's going to be there. It's going to be a lasting thing. I don't know how lasting. I don't know how long that fucking coat of varnish is going to keep it there. I don't know what the deal is. Um, I don't know. Just, I think just to create, to create, to really just to get it out there and have something lasting. Because, you know, man, one day you're here, the next day you're gone. So shout out to Ronald Isley.
3: Yeah. Shout <laughs> awesome. out The titties. Yeah.
0: Choosing the titties. I've been looking at those all day. Yeah. Bet. Mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs>
3: so, so did you pick did the titties you? based on the color, or did you pick the titties because they were titties?
1: Colors, and then I realized they were titties.
3: Oh. oh. So what about oh, the oh, color?
1: Oh. The color, my favorite color is pink. Oh,
3: why? Awesome.
1: You said why? Oh. Yeah. Well, uh, it's, it stems. I, I, it's gonna, it may not sound weird, but I used to be addicted to Barney. So when I see really? this, when I see this shade of pink, mm-hmm. it makes me think of Barney. I don't know why. Well,
3: nice. Okay. Nice. Yeah. So when you see the color pink, what do you think about? But just, <laughs> like, you just only think about Barney.
1: Sometimes, yeah. Only Barney. I think about Barney. I think about children's television. I, okay. I, I really loved PBS. I used to love PBS Kids. Oh, like that great, was right? that was my go to for real main entertainment. Like I had cable, <laughs> but PBS Kids had what I needed: education <laughs> and Barney and Sesame Street. You know, Mister Rogers. It was it was a great time for me, nice, and that nice. that's what that reminds me of.
0: Did you um, want to do that question, or did you want to go for one other question? Yeah, let's
3: go for a different co- question. Okay. Aaron, I want you to say a question.
0: Oh! Yeah. say it like I don't talk during this session at all, ever.
3: You do, but go
0: ahead. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, how much vulnerability vulnerability, vulnerability. <laughs> do you display through your art?
1: All That's, of it. All of it? Mm-hmm. Um like my art is literally completely my full mental. Whatever you see or you read or you see me put down is stuff that passed through my mind.
3: To me, ever might interject, but when you did that um that painting series with Brother Lightheart, shout out to Aaron. Um, but that's not this Aaron on the podcast. Obviously. It's a male name. <laughs> but uh when you explained the reasoning of why you painted that the uh what what did you call it? I don't wanna I don't wanna
1: Tribal Reaper.
3: Yeah, Tribal Reaper. And you did to the explanation of why. It was it was so beautiful. It was. Like Thank you it, it was such a thoughtful piece and I and it seemed like it was so genuine and mm-hmm. like when you explained your art uh about that piece, um after everybody else, I was like, Wow, this is this is amazing. Like I really enjoyed your excellent I really enjoyed it from like off jump, but mm-hmm. then once you explained it, it it was, it was like this is this is so beautiful and i really enjoy it when people can explain their work in a thoughtful manner and Mm. they don't seem like like lost when they're trying to explain it because that can that can also like deter somebody from enjoying your art when you don't really understand how to explain
1: yeah i almost cried actually that night
3: i was gonna say that but i didn't want to put you in a spot and be like and it looked like he was gonna cry Mm. um But that's 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 like what made it more genuine because I could see that you know you put your all into this and it wasn't just something you just threw up just to throw up because you were invited to do it mm -hmm. like it was so thoughtful and you really had some really nice words about your painting. Thank you. And I you should turn that into something or to prints and sell it.
1: I would not have any problem with doing that (laughs) because I'll
3: definitely buy one. I'm. I'm letting you know right now. I'll I be just got to get
1: some full like pictures of that whole setup because it was such a weird position. It's like it creates like this like I don't know how to explain it, but the positioning of yeah. it, it get you can't really get the full like when you standing in front of it, it feels like it's right there.
3: Yeah, because it's huge.
1: Mm-hmm. And it's like it the figure like I I want I drew him so. It feels like it's in your face and you mm-hmm. enter the world of, yeah. like, what I'm going through. You know, this is, like, something that's in my mind just walking around. Mm-hmm. You know, I try to let people see what I go through in a way that's, like, a softer tone of it, you know. Because mm-hmm. that's why I'm a cartoonist. I have to, that's how I portray my art.
3: From all the art pieces I've seen, that seemed like one of the most vulnerable ones. Yeah. That that expressed you as a whole. And all the things that you've gone through um, from when you explained it from your childhood until your art artist life. Mm. And I I thought that was spectacular. But if you're, are you done explaining about your? Oh, Yeah. Okay, I was just making sure. I didn't want to cut you off. I was going to say, okay, well, we've come it's to the end. It's all there on the canvas. We have yeah. come
0: to the end of the Unicorn Zoro podcast. <laughs>
3: I, really enjoy, I really enjoy hearing
0: from both of you guys.
2: Awesome. Uh, I, I just, hope
0: You guys gave a lot of insight yeah. into your minds, yeah, into and really. I think yeah. it will be great for the audience for when they hear it. Good. Because they they'll
3: to hear it. Uh, I
2: feel like this has inspired like, me to – because a lot of the stuff that I display and is on my Instagram, well, well some of it – well, but a lot of stuff I do is portraits and faces mm-hmm. and stuff like that, and um, I I can feel what I'm putting on the canvas as far as what colors I'm using and stuff like that. But like, um, there's a disconnect almost with people because mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. it was real cool hearing people like I'd get random stories all the time of people like Yeah, man, I went and checked out your gallery, you know, at Detroit Shiman Co. and when I was there, somebody I just seen somebody go Oh, look, there's Nelson, you know, like somebody they didn't know they didn't know they were observing somebody recognizing Nelson or recognizing Antonio, you know, on the painting and they connect with that because they know them. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, I do like, you know, had like Michael Jordan in there and like a couple other stuff. I painted Marvin Gaye and stuff like that. And like, there's connections with like that because people know that shit. But like, as far as just hearing your shit, as far as, you you know, you you talking about his stuff, like the stuff that I have that's not displayed, I think that's more of, of like stuff that, I want to get displayed. Mm-mm. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm it out there. well, for sure, for sure, um, <laughs> I, and, and I want to. Um, and it's not a matter of like you know people reacting to it because that's yeah. the whole point of it. But mm-hmm. it's like. I didn't do my dark art in the shipping company because I didn't want to do that. Like I didn't like I didn't want to just come like, hey, this is Jacinto, and this is what I do, and I, I'm fucking painted this dude hanging from a tree. Like I didn't I didn't want that necessarily. While well, I have you know, and I do, I have a three by four feet painting of that, and it's like a whole bunch of words inside of him and a whole bunch of words around him. And uh, I actually had somebody that said they tried to commit suicide and they stared at it for like five minutes and they almost started crying. They're like, this is like exactly how I felt, you know? And I mean, it was like, oh, that's cool that I was able to touch that because I was literally feeling that. But this has inspired me to, to do that, you know, because that's, really, that's, that's really cool to to put yourself out there because we're creatives anyway. So we do that anyway. So whether yeah. we write a poem, whether we write something, whether we even write a post or do yeah. something on social media, you know, we're putting ourselves out there differently than the average person, you know what I mean? So, uh, so yeah, I appreciate that from this. So I appreciate y'all. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm
3: so happy that because... Uh, uh Scott said he didn't know who you were. And mm-hmm. I'm so happy that I don't know if you knew who was I Scott no. like I know this that. is this is why we wanted to do two different artists. we wanted to connect different For artists sure. and mm-hmm. like from Let's different go. different types of art. And that's why we wanted to have. Start doing two artists so that you know you can intermingle and meet somebody else. Maybe you can get different yeah. creative, <laughs> creative inspiration. Well, you've are, you've yeah.
2: succeeded, yeah.
0: This is exactly Thank why you. we
3: don't yeah. tell yeah. people either. Yeah, we <laughs> don't. I was about to say, I we thought it was
2: just gonna be me. I was telling in? people all week, I was they were like, Well, what you got going on this week? And I was like, I got a homie coming in Saturday, I'm doing this podcast Saturday. And everybody was like, Podcast, like, what did they talk? I was like, I don't know, bro. They just want, I guess, just because they want to talk to me. Like, I don't know, you <laughs> know what I mean. I do art and they're in art, so it's like, you know, maybe we'll just be talking about that. So I was. Yeah. Yeah. I'm happy that you, you didn't tell me in the sense okay. of just, you know, yeah. meeting like this is cool. Organic. For sure. Organic conversation. Straight up. Of
0: course, that we are recording from the Detroit It's Different Studios. Mm-hmm. And you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, and Spotify. Yes. Do, 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 and
3: do. you can follow us on Instagram at unicorns real. That's as in a r e, not in the debunked toys are us. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> that was Terry. Oh, Gary. No, Jeffries. 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 I was gonna go through a whole bunch of names. <laughs> was I promise you.
3: I, was. I just
2: seen that on the internet. I didn't even click on the link. I just seen it was relaunching as Jeffries some shit. And all that. Yeah. good for them. Good for them.
3: But um, you can follow our, you can follow Aaron and myself's um, personal pages. Mine is is asia charay that's a-s-i-a period s-h-a-r-a-e
0: and mine is erin just Alex, so e-r-i-n-j-u-s-a-l-e-s escada
1: uh you can find me at instagram at dark lord underscore escada e-s-c-a-d-a
2: awesome i'm uh two underscores uh j-a-c-i-n-t-o two underscores jacinto find me on instagram
0: Okay.
3: Our, our episodes drop every Friday. Every, Just Friday,
0: every yeah. Friday. every Friday. Every Check Friday. Every Friday, y'all. <laughs> like, <Light>, comment, share. <laughs> yes. Awesome. Five-star rating. Cool. All that jazz. Yes. Okay. We love you guys.
4: Thank you. Appreciate it.
0: Bye. Remember to like, share, subscribe, and always listen on Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Store, and Spotify.